Welcome, everyone, to episode 302 of After the Credits. I'm Maureen Antunes, and I'm joined today by fellow co-hosts. I'm Steve Stebbing, and we're changing all the rules. And I'm Bill Harris. We were trying to decide what we were going to talk about right off the top, and of course, we started talking Oscars, and it all went to shit right off the I'm, I'm, I'm having a total brain fart right now. Avatar didn't win Best Picture, did it? It was Hurt Locker that won that year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It's been, yeah. Yeah. Over two. Over two, Jimmy. <laughs> but, but I think. But didn't didn't Cameron win best? Dra- no, no. No. Bigelow won. won too. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And, and it we cut to him in the crowd. He was yeah. just like. <laughs> and I I remember knowing like when she won, I'm like, holy shit, Hurtlocker is going to win best picture. It's 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 sweaty tension. And like she nailed it, she really nailed it. And I mean, this is a director that that in my, in in my cinema heart has nailed it a few times. I mean, Near Dark is still a movie that is very close to my heart. I, Zero I adore Dark Thirty and Zero Dark Thirty, another white knuckle intensity. Yeah. Uh, even though you know the outcome, you you know everything is is essentially going to happen. But guys, Point Break and Fuck, Point Break, no, 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 for sure, classic. Because Bodie, I love. Love, 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 Bodie. That was on again the other day. I'm like, hmm, I think we may need to rewatch this. And so you, we did. And, it's and so then good. you thought you thought Edgar Ramirez would be a good <laughs> choice if we were going to reboot this movie. You, you yes, th- you, th- you think I, about totally. all you think about all the movies that you've rebought on different formats. There's like Star Wars, Raiders, Point Break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, there, is there a 4K Point Break? That's don't think so. But yeah. I will probably end up buying Get it on it, box. Guys, I have a Blu-ray of Near Dark, which is apparently like super rare. How that, how that happened? I'm not even sure. I saw one at London Drugs a long time. I think we we're at roughly around the Twilight era, and it was cheap. It was like eight bucks, and it that's had probably like almost, when I bought it. Yeah, and it looks like they're trying to use Twilight like font. And, and a look and everything because they have Adrian Pastar and and um oh my god I'm spacing on this is not Jamie it wasn't Jamie Gertz that's uh, uh Lost Boys um female lead oh I can't re- yeah I can't remember her name yeah but they had them she on doesn't the cover. matter anyways they had them on the cover <laughs> and I'm like how do you do a, a near dark Blu-ray and not have Bill Paxton covered in blood on the cover dude. If, if there's, I, I, I'm a big Twilight fan. I don't, I don't apologize for it. <laughs> the fact that Twilight brings back Near Dark and Blu-ray, it's a win for everybody. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So we win we for everybody. To, we have to. Do you thank remember Catherine Hardwick and and Twilight? I love Catherine Hardwick. Do you yeah, remember when when Near Dark was on the Criterion Channel for like six yes. straight months, and everybody was yeah. just like, "Oh, it's such a classic." Well, yeah, yeah. No shit. Why didn't you celebrate it at the time? Yeah, yeah. I was way too young, but. And why didn't why hasn't Criterion put that out? I don't know. I don't know. Rights. That's the real question it's absolutely here. Absolutely right. It has to do with rights for sure. Does, does, I'm does, sure does, it does. does Disney own it? Probably. Uh, doesn't Disney fucking know everything at this point? Pretty much. <laughs> I guess it would be so Cineplex the, movies at this point. That own so, it. guys, I, w- I went to the Annie's uh, last weekend, and it was very, very cool. It was pretty great. I mean, there's a lot of. Like it's, it's an industry show really. Cause it's basically like below the line artists for the most part. And of course, because Pinocchio is like big in the conversation and Del Toro is kind of a big deal. Of course, Del Toro was there. Funny thing. He was not even the largest draw. They gave Pete Doctor a special award 
and they invited Bob Iger to present and it was not in the, in the program. So we're all sitting in the, in the room, you know, the award show's going. And now to present the special award to Pete Doctor, we'd like to introduce Mr. Bob Iger. And literally the entire room was like, <gasps> I was texting Dan. I'm like, I think God just showed up. Like the room just lost their shit. It's crazy. Oh. Like even Del Toro didn't get that reception. Bob Iger did. Oh, holy crap. Yeah, it's like rarefied air, apparently. I don't know. He didn't even <laughs> shave. We had a joke. He didn't even shave. What's the difference between the Oscars and the Annies? Bob Iger doesn't even shave for the Annies. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay, but back to the Oscar talks. The Oscars are going to happen on Sunday. And we were talking about Best Picture. And Bill, you were suggesting that we talk about who or pick our winner. I think I know who's going to win. Well, because they've won, it's won every guild. Pretty much. Yeah. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was my I think number at one. this point, it's, yeah, it's a shoe in, I think. It was my number point. one film of last year. So it's fine. Yeah. So this I, is yeah, going to be so. the, this will be the, uh, the same as the, um, the year that uh, Mad Max won everything, right? Yeah. It's the year where everybody is, all the fans are happy and everybody in the theater is like, what the fuck is happening? Did, did Max <laughs> win Best Picture? No. I, no. No. But it I won all be, the craft awards. It yeah. won like a bunch of stuff, and everybody's like, "What's happening here?" Yeah, I, w- I would. Like, I would compare it slightly to the Shape of Water year. Mm-hmm. As far as yeah, like, there was I, a lot of I, I, a risk taking uh, Best Picture. Yeah. What about what about last year when Dune was like winning like all these awards in a row? I'm like, holy shit, Dune's gonna win. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, it's like no, we're just going to do this technically. We're, we're yeah, not gonna, we're not going to do it in the parts that count. But you know, all the technical yeah. stuff. Yeah, you're you're good. You're good. You're, Maybe yeah. You're, yeah, your little that, nerd movie can't win, right? It's going to be that's going to be Avatar or the Batman this year, right? Yeah, I think it's going to be Avatar. Um, I think they're primed to win all of the tech awards. I'm a bit disappointed because I think. On the sound front, I actually think Batman might have a shot with that's, best sound. That's what I was going to say too, because if I think that score is oh my god, and and that score and that sound is great. I I think about the the, the Frankenstein scene of the the Batmobile, and just this just if they presented that scene as your sound, yeah. like pff, just give them the yeah. word now. Yeah, because when you you don't like you don't see the car, and all of a sudden you hear it, and you're like, holy shit, what's yeah. happening? Yeah. I so, love that movie so. So, so best picture. Everything. Um, yeah, everything yeah. all at once. I like because my I think my top three is everything every everywhere all at once is like my the number one. Then I say Banshees. And then I say Fablemans. Those are like my three picks. Tar. No, I I think Tar is great on Kate's performance. Yeah, I think the second half is better than the first half. A hundred percent. Once she's being exposed, I feel like from that Juilliard scene on, yeah, that show that movie gets incredible. And it's, I don't think it's, um, I I don't think it's Todd Fields or is it Todd Fields? Yeah, Yeah, I don't think it's his greatest work. No, that's 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 in the bedroom. In the bedroom for me. Oh really? Yeah, Yeah, but uh, yeah. I totally was joking when I said Elvis. I fucking hate that <laughs> film so much. I think it's just absolute trash. It's just fucking weird. I mean, it improves to me, but it's weird because the it beginning is. of the movie is so weird. Um, just in every interaction, in every way, and honestly, Tom Hanks is weird throughout the entire fucking film. Oh, 
just Tom yeah, Hanks is weird. terrible in he's, that movie. He is, he's had a bad year. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, but I like Austin Butler in the film. I think he's quite good. And I think his future is so bright. I really enjoy- He loses the accent. He has a oh, yeah, that's some, that's some fake accent. stuff. I really oh. enjoy I really enjoy watching him just get destroyed by Brad Pitt at the end of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> what was your what's your name again? <laughs> no, oh, was, you rode a you rode a horsey. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like nah, it was something stupider. <laughs> like text or something. Doesn't he throw a can in his yeah. face? Oh my god, so good. <laughs> this seems amazing. I, I don't care that he changes history. That scene's amazing. Yeah, I, I, honestly, if if everything all once doesn't win, Banshees better win because that movie is just a classic. People are going to be talking about that film for years. And there's a scene in that film where Colin Farrell uh, he gets beaten up, and his buddy puts him in the carriage and just taps on his shoulder, and Colin Farrell starts crying. That's like the greatest scene of last year. Mm-hmm. I freaking Agreed. love that scene. Yeah, a great. He yeah. wins, right? Are we do, are we in a general consensus that Colin wins this year? Because I kind of feel I like he does. I hope so. I hope so. I don't see who else would, is strong. Yeah, enough. I would Brandon, assume Brandon so. Fraser. I lo- okay, and I think I said this on the last on the last episode. Um, the the whale made me weep for the entire, I, I, almost the entire movie. I was wow. like in just an a puddle of my own emotions. Like it I, was, I, I, I now me. think, I now think of you in different ways, man. <laughs> I fucking hated that film too. Uh, <laughs> we, we're, we're at VIF. There's like 3000 people or 2000 people at the center and everybody loves the film. And I walk out and I'm like, Oh man, like audibly, I guess I said it too loud. I was like, fuck that sucked. Everybody just started looking at me and I'm just like, Oh <laughs> shit. What did I just You're do? that guy. I, no, <laughs> I totally like, address the fact that it is um there is there is a divide on how people feel about the movie yeah but but he's good like it, there's no doubt about that i just didn't like his daughter at all uh, and i thought hong chow was great i thought everybody else was great but what a year hong totally yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah. the menu uh like yeah. that movie doesn't get talked about enough underrated flick oh it's yeah. gonna be it's it's gonna be the heartbreak of 2022. Like one of the top heartbreaks is that nobody appreciated it enough. People did appreciate it, but just not enough. Lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's 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 either uh, it's it's either gonna be like a split where everybody votes for Frazier and and Carl Farrell and Austin Butler wins, or there's gonna be some sort of weird, <sighs> stupid. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's something weird's gonna happen. And then, awesome. Andrea, and, then, and, then, and then Andrea Reisbrower will win and everybody will lose their fucking skulls and it'll be great. Like, but, the people Oscars. Who, but the people who know will be like, he has Andrea Reisbrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just not for that movie. No, no it's not, it's not, a good, not great. It. I haven't seen it. It's not the best movie at all. But uh, No, it's not very good. The fact that she got, she got nominated without spending a goddamn dollar. That's impressive. That is awesome. That's impressive. She broke the system and yeah. that is incredible. Yeah. 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 I do appreciate that. But Michelle Yeoh is winning that one. So yeah. Oh, for sure. It's a, that's guaranteed. And, and, and he, it's about fucking time is all I say. And then, uh, I mean, Kehue Kwan does 
for best yeah. recording. Has he, has, has he lost this year no. at anything? No, no. no. I don't I've think seen so. him do like 20 speeches. They're all yeah. great. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And they're they're all, all, they'll all make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> they really will. Like, I mean, point. at the Golden Globes, when he's like sharing the, the, the moment with Steven Spielberg, you're like, oh my God. I know. I, I've heard him <laughs> thank Steven Spielberg like 20 times, but I still yeah. cry. I'm like, yeah. this is awesome. <laughs> And yes. then there's Steven Spielberg uh, at Berlin talking about how much he uh, appreciates the Daniels and the work that they're doing. Yes. Did you see that press conference? Yeah, I did. That was really impressive. Yeah. It's a, it's a good, it's a good moment from like the people the like a, a filmmaker we revere to reach to, to like reach out to like, I mean, the new hotness, like not for yeah. the, like on a mainstream level, the new hotness for us that have been following them since like Swiss Army Man. And we watched the death of Dick Long and we kind of mm-hmm. like followed along with watching each of their stuff. It's like, yeah, it's about fucking time. You know? yeah. The uh, the turn back for what video? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Holy shit. That's a great video. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've, yeah. they've got so much good stuff. And I, I, I love that they're tied to Manchester Orchestra, which is one of my favorite bands. Oh, dude, I love Manchester Orchestra. Yeah, so. so good. Yeah. Not Maria's speaking like, my language. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> never heard, yeah, pretty much. They're so good. Point. They are so damn good. G- great band. Might have to listen. They did Might the score to. for um, Swiss Army Men. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can go get yeah. behind that. I'm all about the scores. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a, I'm yeah, a score whore too. And uh, what, what else is there? There's actor, actress, uh, director. Jamie know. Lee's not going to win supporting. I don't think so I either. I don't think so. No. It's a bit, I think it's a bit of a long shot. I would love Carrie Condon to win. I was going to say, Carrie Condon. Yeah. She just should that, win. Just that She's scene so with great. Barry. I feel bad for Barry, actually, because I, I do think Barry Keegan, uh, Keegan should win but he's just up against an insurmountable force at this point yeah I think, but yeah, yeah. I, just just like the, I just like the way carrie condes is the word feck yes <laughs> everybody's delivery of that word just gives it so much more meaning and like right? weight <laughs> i agree you know? i was so almost good. expecting to hear it a little bit in the irish gaelic when i was watching the quiet girl so i was like are they gonna are they gonna put that in nobody's seen that flick eh nobody Nobody. So good. It is. I so want to see it. And it's going like, to happen. I'm like, you're going to shoot me in the heart after close with another one like this? <laughs> oh, fuck me. Come on. Okay, so what is now up? I know what I went for. I may have to wait for a while. What is up? I, I can take another foreign category. Yeah. Then, and then you have all quiet along the restaurant front. And like, why are we devastating everybody this year? Are there I no real- fun movies? I don't uh, know. I, I no. really hope close wins. I Me too. I hope so. Just too. think that's just a masterpiece. It is. I just, it's such a great film. Yeah. I have a feeling All Quiet might win it. No, Triangle nope. Sadness is going to win. You no, watch. I, no, you I watch. hope not. I They're gonna, hope it's going to win something. Oh. And he's going to go up there and say something and it's going to blow people's minds. Yeah, I, I think that would be worth it alone. Yeah. Just to see Ruben Ostlin receive an Academy Award. I'm I honest. can see him just walking up there and not speaking. <laughs> And just like giving everybody the finger, just, and just, just looking at his watch. Not, not even a Joe <laughs> Pesci acceptance speech. Not even a thank you. Just like, yeah. yeah. In the same motion, grabs it, keeps walking. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be nice. I could see that. Nice. I think that'd be funny. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, Ruben, <laughs> I've heard that. I heard people like that film. But I just don't. I, I guess I'm. I'm. I I'm the one it, out of personally. three right now. Yeah. I, okay. So I yeah. really loved it. I yeah. from the opening scene of the the model like 
that seems ridiculous. But there's scenes that I like, but it uh, gets like yeah progressively I've, worse for me. I've talked to people who hate that film, really? but I'm like, did you like Force Majeure? And they're like, no. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like, how can you not like Force Majeure? I, and I love Force Majeure. I think that's a genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just this one was a little too much for me. So like, I mean, I really like scenes, and I, I appreciate the message. I just can't be fucking bothered. I I, 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 I can totally it. I can totally get not liking the square. That movie is just pushing you. I also and don't pushing like you and <laughs> pushing yes. you. Seeing that at the festival, I, I you guys were at the same screening. I think that I was yeah. at. I was just like yes. I was so all about that movie. I'm just like anarchy, chaos. Just give it to me. <laughs> and I'm looking at you out of the corner of my eye, going, "Stay away from that guy." <laughs> hey. <laughs> but yeah, did, did did we miss any uh major things? Diane no. Warren's not gonna win. Let's just put it there. Like no. 14 straight nominations or something like that. She won't win. RRR is gonna win. Right? Totally. They're doing that live. Yeah. Oh, they, they totally can't. And especially if they perform that before because like, they'll perform that before the award, obviously. Oh, they'll tape you it can't on and have that performed and then be like, guess what? It doesn't win. <laughs> like there's no way. It's a crowd pleaser. I know, but how can totally you not is. watch that and just go, holy shit, that's like the greatest thing ever, and it I should just, win. I should watch that movie again. It's going to get streamed like crazy again after. Yeah, they, did, they, did, they, just, they, they put it out in theaters last weekend. Oh, yeah. So they did they really? 500 yeah. screens. and Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. Even the Rio is going to do a screening of it, like Vancouver Local. But Wow. That's mm-hmm. cool. Cool no, but I guess. Hopefully, they'll like have like a hundred people doing the not to not to dance on a roof <laughs> with dust and shit flying around and slow motion. And yeah, you know, just tape it beforehand. Make it look great. Exactly. A tiny bit of me sad. Cause I actually really do that. Like that Rihanna song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I really dig it. Especially the ending. I think the end's pretty cool. Yeah. Not my weaker song. Give me an umbrella any day. Maybe I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think they should just have Megan perform Titanium at the show. Just oh, I'm there. Exactly. <laughs> so good. That's where it's at. Right, right there. They should okay, really play more to the audience, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yep. Okay, but here's the real question. Are you guys actually going to watch the Oscars? I don't yep. know. I don't know. Um, I didn't watch the Golden Globes. Or no, I watched well, I didn't, I didn't either. Golden Globes. Was it, was, um, it, was it actually on TV? It was. It was this year. Oh, I had no idea. I, I didn't watch it. I yeah. I actually boycotted it. I'm like, nope, not watching. I didn't watch it. The I, Oscars, I, I'll watch. Yeah, I I might have to because I might have to do radio for it. So it would probably be a good idea to be versed <laughs> in what actually freaking happened. Um, that's not awards go like that. I can't just track on IMDb what what awards were given out. Um, I don't have like a huge like. I need to see the Oscars though. It would just no. be for, for just, just to cover it. I, I saw a commercial. I'm like, Oh, Jimmy Kimmel's hosting. I had no care. idea. I know. I was just like, show me all the dresses. That's all I want yeah. to see. Like, give me Anthony Jeselnik or somebody just or, who's, who's going to destroy. Or just give me Aubrey <laughs> Plaza hosting. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Can we just do that? She's two and a half, a two and a half hours of uncomfortable silence. Right. Oh, that'd be so good. And her cursing people in the audience. And like, I'm in, I'm here for it. That, the, that bit with her and, and Jenny Ortega was 
freaking great. So good. It was so great. Maybe they should just have them host. I and I never thought about it until I saw them together. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I see why this they paired pretty, them together. Yeah, it's pretty genius. <laughs> I would totally watch that. Yeah. Where do we start that campaign? Yeah. <laughs> so they can they can uh, and at the same time they can they can do ad PR for what's the movie that didn't come out, Canada Operation something. Oh, the Guy Ritchie film? Guy Ritchie movie yeah. that didn't come out here. And then uh, there's a new Guy Ritchie six. movie. Yeah, there is. There's yeah. two Guy Ritchie movies actually this year. Uh, the one that came out this week, Operation I forget what it's called. Operation like, Fortune. It, Operation Fortune. It was supposed to come out yeah. last year, I want to yeah. say. I wrote in the same time last year. Um, and, but it got delayed for whatever reason. And then what in two months they got the Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. guy, Richie movie coming out. So he's going to have two movies within like six weeks of each other. Okay. Well, there's that. Right. <laughs> I don't did, even they, know what to say. I was going to say they did a really good job with that one. If Marina's like, what? what, what? what? <laughs> I mean, I like guy Richie. For, I know, I'm, you a know. Sucker. I'm a sucker. And I, I mean, I sat through King Arthur. And I'm still oh, me like, too. I'm still like, yeah, I'll go see Guy Ritchie movies. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. I'm the same. What was the last good Guy Ritchie film? The good one? Second oh. the second half of Rock and Rolla. Um, uh, I'm a sucker. I'm a sucker for the, the Sherlock movies. I'm okay with the no, Sherlock movies. No, no, no. That that Statham one a couple years ago with the bank. Oh, Wrath of Man. Wrath of Man. That, 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 that was yeah, good. That's, that was that's good. the one I was thinking about. That's yeah. the one I wanted. Malone in the face. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, wait, let me look it up. There's one. There's a good one. I swear. I remember it. No, it's that not one was that good. Part long ago. So, yeah. No, no, it's not. Yeah. It's coming on 4K in like a week. So, nice. oh. It's, it's actually a 4K worthy movie, I think. I already got snatch. I got I got snatch on 4K. Snatch give me a little lock. Snatches. Give me a little lock stock. Oh yes, yes. I I totally going agree way that. back. Oh. Way back. Well, it's tough. Like he, he uh, made the first two movies he made were just like classics. And like <laughs> 2004, 2005, Steve knew those scripts in and out from beginning to end. Knew the wow. scripts exactly. Yeah, I was a nerd for those movies. It's a deal. It's a steal. It's the deal of the fucking century. (laughs) He gets the chop, but not his fucking force again. Such a great. I'm Dennis Farina. Like, it makes you miss some of those character actors. Yeah. Are we primed for Cocaine Bear? I think we're primed for Cocaine yeah, Bear. Yeah, we, we deviated and went nuts already. So we we are totally in a frenzy. Whatever. Talk about Cocaine Bear. Uh, so our movie of the month, I guess, is Cocaine Bear. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, the basic, I was thinking about something. How do you explain this movie in one sentence? Cocaine Bear. A bear snorts cocaine and shit goes sideways. <laughs> uh, no, a, a, a drug dealer flying a plane full of cocaine. Okay, well, that's giving too much information. We just is, know the, is, is, is the bears. The trailer. I have no idea. Well, clearly something happens. You don't just randomly find cocaine in the middle of a park. Cocaine falls from plane, falls in forest. <laughs> God, yeah, okay. I've got enough plot. The diagram is so great. And I'm like, what plot? What? I mean, firstly, it's just to show the draw of this movie. When we originally were kind, we're planning this episode, it was Creed 3 we were going to be talking about. And, and then it just became so obvious that there's, there's no other movie to cover <laughs> than Cocaine Bear. Because 
I mean, that's just what you do. And I mean, this movie sets itself up with a really maniacal and funny scene with Matthew Reese just tossing bags of cocaine out of a plane <laughs> before dummying himself on the outside of the plane and to his death. It's on some, beautiful. On some dude's driveway. It's just beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. It's, it, is, it is actually kind of beautiful. And that scene is so, you're like, he's just throwing bags out. Oh yeah, and spoiler warning. So he's just like throwing bags out and you're like, what the fuck is happening? And then all of a sudden he straps on the uh, the 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 uh, parachute and I'm like, oh, the dude's dying. <laughs> like he's not going to make it. Whack. You can just tell. Yeah, you can just tell he's not going to make it. Uh, Which, it's pretty freaking funny, man. I, I think it's really is. funny. I, I heard a lot of disappointment that they thought it would be funnier, but I I don't know. I derived a lot of comedy just from the simple the performances in it. Isaiah Whitlock Jr. is he's he so incredible. <laughs> his looks, his his looks at the dog, this preoccupation yeah. that he has. There's so much nuance and character in delivered in a essentially a very high budget B movie. Yeah. Than you would ever expect from a character like that. You know what though? The movie doesn't really start until he shows up. That first Mm -hmm. 45 minutes is a bit of a crawl. Yeah. You got a lot of, you got a lot of plot going there when it should have just been fucking hikers going into the woods and getting destroyed (laughs) by the cocaine bear. I mean, (laughs) I mean, part of it, part of it is the fact that the fucking bear costs a shit ton of money to make. I know, but, but instead you've got my, my future wife, Carrie Russell. (laughs) Sorry, Marina. I apologize for making you spit take there. Uh, (laughs) Showing up with her annoying daughter who has to go to the forest. Dude, she has to. The thing that surprised me about Carrie Russell, I didn't actually realize she was in the movie because I didn't watch a trailer. I was like, how has she not aged in 20 years? Oh. She looks the same. It's What it's, is happening? It's weird when you're looking at Carrie Russell who looks the same. And then at the same time, you're like, holy shit, Brooklyn Prince is like now like right? a teenager <laughs> and what the fuck? Right? Like, yes. <laughs> where's my Florida project? You know? <laughs> So pretty so, much. So then we got the, we got this this little girl who has to go to the, for, the forest with with her steam ceiling friend, the <laughs> the, the, the one line king. Oh my god! Talking about he, how he's high <laughs> and wants and wants to know what should be happening when I'm high and what kind of problems am I gonna get? Am I gonna get in trouble with the cops if I'm high? <laughs> He's asking, oh, Carrie, he's, he's asking Carrie Russell all these questions. I'm just <laughs> dying laughing. The fact that they try to eat cocaine. Yeah. It's so funny to me. I, I'm like, okay, clearly kids. Like, what do you do with cocaine? Let's eat it. And I, I have no problem with the kids in the forest. It's just the, the Ice Cube Jr. and Young Han Solo scenes that fucking drove me up the wall. Oh. I could care less about them. And I'm just like, oh, man, this is plot. I, just, I need more cocaine bear. This uh, honestly, I, I don't have a problem with Alden, Ehrenreich, and, and O'Shea Jackson in this one. Um, I actually gave more props to Alden Ehrenreich because I'm like, this is the Alden Ehrenreich we know from from better performances like in Hail Caesar and stuff, oh, and and not solo. Yeah, you know I mean, he. Yeah. I, I again, I feel like every actor in this one's really giving it in their scenes and trying to give them some, something to set them apart and to, to make them memorable. And uh, 
even like the 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 stat the stabby teenagers the one that is left like he's <laughs> fucking amazing i, I he is like pretty great he's so great and like way better than he like he's just supposed to be fodder but i feel like as his character develops more and more he becomes less fodder and he becomes more important to the the actually the human plot of this story yeah um and and margot martindale shows up the class the place up a little bit character actress Totally. Martindale. You have to say the whole thing. <laughs> Thanks, Bojack. Yeah, no, she's great. Uh, no, as I said, the movie, I think, really starts to show up. Like, it really starts to work when Isaiah Whitlock Jr. and all the people sort of get to the park and they're all around the gazebo and they all start acting and the, the yeah. scenes, the scenes actually kind of work. They're talking good dialogue. I wish this was in the first hour, but okay, we're here now. And then the bear starts actually being cocaine bear too. Mm-hmm. It's like both things mix and it At starts to time. really work. Yeah. I, yeah. It, the second half of this movie is so much better than the first, almost to the point where I cannot like say it's a good movie because the second half really works. Mm-hmm. It's good. I is, liked it. Is the Ranger House massacre included in that? Yeah, that's fun stuff. Yeah, because I—I mean, the, the her, her blowing the br- the kids' brains out from behind is fucking hilarious. So funny! It plays so funny. <laughs> it is. It does. I actually—that's the thing that surprised me about the movie—is how bloody it is. Like mm-hmm. they go all out blood and guts. Yeah, severed arms, severed legs. Look, even the paramedic sliding into the, the front seat area, and then it's just wrist <laughs> flops over. And and you're like, oh yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. When she comes flying out of the back of the ambulance, and you see her face, just like, oh, I'm like, they're 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 actually showing this. Oh my god, gross. She must, and then she of must, course. She must have been reading that in the script going, okay. 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 So, 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 so I'm, I'm going to scrape for yeah. like 50 meters yeah. and, it's, and, it, and you're going to show it. They're like, don't, uh, okay. don't, don't worry. It'll cost the same amount of sieging the bear for that. <laughs> and, I, I and, love the callback to that at the end when they're walking around, they're like, just don't walk over there. Just walk around it. Just, walk just around don't it. look. I put yeah, that point the kids like seen so much. <laughs> Even Jesse Tyler Ferguson getting eaten out of the tree. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Bears can't climb. Don't worry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> we probably oh, we probably also, we probably also have to pour a little out for Ray Liotta. I was just gonna oh, bring that up and yeah. the last movie. God, it makes films. me sad because he's so he is so atmospheric. Like yeah. he just brings that heavy, but also like in the comedy edge of the the stuff with the with his grandkid, that shit made me laugh so hard. We grab a look and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like just like his reactions <laughs> to every the fact that he left him in St. Louis. He's, <laughs> he's watching TV. Is fine. He's in St. Louis. He hasn't picked up his kid. <laughs> <laughs> just great and just like. I mean, just like subtle things, the yellow sunglasses, they're just oh yeah, so yeah. just so much little stuff. And I could actually see him being Elden Ehrenreich's character's dad, hundred percent. The casting what about, is really, really great in this movie. Thoroughly. What about what about Elizabeth Banks' direction? I didn't think she had this movie in her. I know, <laughs> honestly. If you watch, because she did Pitch Perfect two, just the second one, and then she did Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yep. and. I can't think of it because she didn't do walk of shame that was, she didn't direct herself. And no, I don't I think. think so. Yeah. So I, 
yeah, I honestly did not know if she had this movie in her. And if she wants to keep like, cause I mean, this is arguably audience successful. Like I think it kind of died off in the, the second, third week, but I think uh, she wants to keep doing it and going down this route. It, it could be lucrative. I'm sure it didn't cost a ton of money to make. No. So no. I'm sure that a lot of those people were her friends and they just kind of showed up. And, yeah. Yeah. I think post yeah. effects would cost the most in that movie because yeah. there's yeah. For sure. so much work on that bear. I mean, just did, in that did, butterfly scene alone, did yeah. the bear, it's a so quick did, part. Did the bear work for you guys? Um, well, for me, it did. For yeah. The most it, part. It, it, like I it's obvious and, and you kind of appreciate cause you're like, well, don't put a, a fucking, don't put Bart the stunt bear through this shit. Um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. Yeah, it did. And, and, and even it adds to the B movie cheesiness. I think like that's where it kind of excelled with me. Even uh, when uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson's body falls out of the tree, like it is so it, it's kind of corny and how it happens. The leg pops off and everything like, um, but it just works because I think you're in, you're already by that point, you're, you're in, you're, you're in yeah. hook, line and sinker. And I, well, I can't imagine people who weren't into cocaine bear watching this movie and how all of it's going to wash over them. Cause I think you have to be into the spirit of this movie to get it. Cause otherwise yeah. you're going to be like, this is fucking stupid. Well, this is it. I think that they prime you pretty well. And then if mm-hmm. you look at the scenes with the bear, I think the ones at the beginning are much more like realistic bear. And then they get like redi- more ridiculous with each passing scene. Yeah. I think the one that doesn't work for me is uh, there's a scene where it's sitting on its back haunches. And I think, is it, is it, does it have cocaine on its face? I don't actually remember, but I thought that scene was kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I thought the, 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 what it did a really, really good job on, on the bear. Yeah. Like a really good job. Anything that was like menacing, like the, uh, the clock, the, um, the back room scene in the, uh, in the park ranger, mm-hmm. um, but they, anything menacing or shadowy or something like that, Well done. They did it. Yeah. Agreed. The, the scene with the stethoscope. <laughs> oh, jeez, That Bear. was actually, that Bear. was hilarious. Yeah. That was hilarious. Yeah. I, they do a good job of ramping up the intensity because they don't, yeah. And, and not to rely on and jump scares is something that I mm-hmm. really like. Cause I, cause the jump scare thing, I mean, for being so long into horror now, just kind of if, unless you do it correctly, like smile does it really well as a recent, um, mm-hmm. as in recent memory. Cause it made, some of them made me jump out of my skin, but, um, uh, it gets annoying to me in some movies. Yeah. So if a coworker comes up to you, are you recommending theater or streaming? Um, oh, that's a good one. Um, I would recommend theater. This is a theater movie. Yeah, I good. think so too. I think you need yeah. to see it with an audience. Yeah. 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 And it, yeah, it was kind of, cause we don't get big audiences out here in, in Penticton. Uh, I think um, Ant-Man was a, was a big audience and there was a pretty sizable audience for Creed when I went to see it. But um uh, there was there was a, a, an okay crowd for this one, and, and to hear everybody reacting with and laughing around with it, it it helps you for sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think the same. Like we saw it with a fairly small group. I think there were maybe thirty people, but it was the same. Like you could tell that the crowd was really into it, and that certainly helped the enjoyment of it because you're like you're all like, oh, really? <laughs> it was like the, the reactions were were pretty pretty classic, and I saw it with 
um, a VES crowd. So like a technical crowd. And we were all okay. talking about the sort of the tech behind the bear afterwards. And so everybody was pretty impressed with uh, the technicality of the work that was done by mostly Weta. I think there was another studio involved, but that, that'd the be the part. best people to do it. Yeah. So that, oh. I mean, I, it was, it was a given, like I looked at it after I'd seen um, an ad Actually, I think it was the cover for uh, the Hollywood Reporter, I want to say. I don't remember. Or maybe it was Variety. I don't remember which one it was now. But that's the first hint I'd seen of them talking about the tech of the bear. And it wasn't even talking about the tech of making the bear for the movie. It was the two weeks that they spent doing the tech for the cover shoot for the magazine. Because <laughs> the bear is doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So it was interesting to hear them talk about repurposing assets from the film for the cover shoot, because it's quite different when you're working with like a still photography than you are when you're working with like a film. So that was my first kind of hint that, Oh, okay. So there's, they're doing some interesting things here. So uh, of course they're like, what is the, the team to go to? Mm-hmm. They've at this point, they've mastered the whole hair thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. And, and the nominees are. Dune <laughs> two. <laughs> Cocaine bear. Please. I would not be surprised. <laughs> I think I think it will happen. It will Weta will get a nomination. Oh, I can almost cool. guarantee Gosh. it. I can almost guarantee it. Oh my god, I want to see Gwen Paltrow reading out the nominees and say, <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> cocaine bear. Co- I think they, they nicknamed the bear Koki. <laughs> and while she's reading it, she can like visibly stumbles over the words because she's so surprised. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> Anything else to add on Cocaine Bear? I just thought it was a lot of fun. I yeah. really did not expect it to be as much fun as it was. I don't think it's like a particularly memorable movie, but I certainly had a really good time watching it. It was a nice distraction. I'm already looking forward to my Blu-ray or 4K that Universal will send me for it. So already pumped. a rewatch, a rewatch. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know if my wife will be into it, but I'm rewatching that when I get it. As soon as like, just like what I did with Violent Night when I got my Blu-ray, I was like. <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to like meth tortoise. Or- <laughs> Twitter's gone crazy about about all these ones. There's the two headed yeah meth gator and stuff like that. Like sci-fi has got its work cut out for them now. Oh my god! Yeah, Sharknado. We talked about this. Sharknado yes. could be reborn. Somebody told me that there is already a spinoff with a shark on cocaine. Oh. There nice. we go. There we go. I mean, we. It's they, gonna happen, guys. They. I mean, they already Christmased it because didn't we get Santa Jaws or something like that? And oh like, there's with Jaleel White. I want to say. Oh jeez. <laughs> Urkel's oh still getting work. All right, Urkel's still oh, doing. I, I just, I just kind of want like Meth Gator versus Florida Man or something <laughs> like that. Let's just, let's just do that. Where's our Florida Man franchise at this point? Totally. Like, he's been I a meme Florida. for so long. Where's Florida Man's <laughs> franchise? Come on. I have you no will? idea who Florida Man is. It's just it's just do you, a ever, state of do you mind. ever watch the news? Do you ever watch the news? And it's always like, no, a Florida man okay. did this. A Florida, yeah, a, Flor- a Florida man <laughs> oh went into God, a 7 Eleven and exposed himself to, you know, so it, it's, it's always that little a Florida man thing yeah. at the beginning. This so, is, yeah. Okay, it's become, now I got it. It's got become it, a meme. It. Yeah, it's a Will Forte vehicle just in the makings. Yeah. Oh, I could totally it. see that. I hey, could totally see that. Speaking of which, did you guys see the trailer for Strays? No. It's, it's like, 
from like the producers, like soup. I believe, like soup. Oh, the animated one. But it's it's, oh, oh, it's the dogs. dogs, and they're yeah, it's like an R-rated yes. dogs movie. It's like homeward. Yes. It's like uh, homeward bound, but you know, sh- shitty assholes. I guess they they played it before Cocaine Bear. Yeah, and, and, and all the, and it, it's like a hard R trailer. <laughs> it's funny, and I don't know. All the kids who are there to watch Cocaine Bear, their parents are freaking the fuck out because <laughs> these, these dogs are si- saying all these swear words. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> but hold on. <laughs> Burying the lead, they brought their kids to see Cocaine Bear. You right? yeah. have no sympathies from anybody. No, no, none. A, a Canadian man took his kid to Cocaine Bear. <laughs> And then complained yeah, about the trailer that played exactly. before the movie. It's like totally. when I heard. It's like when I heard babies crying at the screening for uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan's The Visit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Seriously? Seriously? Yeah, yeah. At the pr- at the uh, promo screening for it. It's like, what is going on here? Where are you? I mean, I'm not going to outwardly judge uh, as a parent myself. I'm not going to outwardly judge somebody's parenting, but I'm going to question it a bit when that stuff happens. Oh, my, my dad let me watch stuff when I was a kid just to babysit me. Yeah, dude, watch Raging Bull. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, so this explains a lot now. It does. Yeah, explains my, a lot. <laughs> my uncle showed me Oliver, or, uh, um, uh, some Albert Pion's, uh nemesis when I was like 11 or something like that. And I was like, oh my God. changed my life. Yeah. This guy did yeah. Cyborg. Oh, the Van Damme one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, not good. Yeah, I, I, full, I fully admit that my father fucked me up, so it's quite good. <laughs> You're six oh, years I, old. Here's Videodrome. Oh, yeah. God almighty. The Jesus. new flesh. <laughs> You'll respect it. Yeah, that will fuck you up. Yeah. Even finding, even, um, finding the VHS of The Fly at a young age totally fucking messed with me. You're watching The Thing at a young age. There's, yeah. Yeah, I definitely. Do you remember at the twenty-four hour movie marathon where they played the Brood? Yes. You, okay. Yeah, I was there. Adrian's sitting beside me. He's never seen the film, and oh, that God. film freaked him the fuck out. He, it's these scary little, as these shit, little, man. These little kids, these little fucking yes. kids, and Adrian is like freaked out. Yeah. It, it, it also doesn't happen that we watch like twelve straight movies for like seventeen hours or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he just had this look on his face in the movie. And I'm like, you've never seen that film? He's like, no. And I never want to see it again. (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. So good. The kitchen scene is the best. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, just saying. good stuff. Yeah, Practical and actually, just effects. the kids, just the kids in those stupid little jumpsuits that yeah. everybody had in the eighties. I think that's what creeps a lot of people out because they're like, "I had that jumps that that ski suit." <laughs> so you know, you see the kids coming down the highway in those suits, and you're like, "What is happening?" That was me. <laughs> Man, I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. Though I did notice the other day, like totally off topic. <laughs> Like There's, this show is on yeah, top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty right. much. Rachel Weiss is doing a uh, Dead Ringers, a, a, yeah. a Dead Ringer series. I was like, what the hell is happening? I know we got a Dead Ringer series and we got a Fatal Attraction series, right? I, like, I saw the trailer for that, and that looks oh, pretty good too. Oh, did you guys watch True Lies, oh, the television show? I, I, Fuck like, no. 20, 27 Fuck years no. late. 
a little no, bit late, yeah. Not. Right? Yeah, just no. a little bit late. Like, it's like and I all love of us that movie. Like, I love True Lies too, but like, at, yeah. but it's one of those, like, because it's, even though it was like hugely successful, it's one of those, it's a film that we still have to describe to, to a younger generation because True Lies didn't transition to next generation and next generation. People aren't picking that movie up all the time. No. You know, so like, why True Lies? Like, I'm yeah, I'm so confused to, to be a I, network I, I show. Saw, right. I saw a trailer and I'm like, is this for real? <laughs> I just, I yeah, don't trust happening. in network shows a lot anymore. No. I don't. It's since we're talking about net, uh, since we're talking about network, there was recently a very, very, very long read article, and I think it was Variety about Kings. Do you guys remember oh, that show? I, that I, that show? With Ian McShane? I love, yeah, yeah I yeah, love yeah. that show. It was a great and show. I saw that come up, and it's like the why didn't Kings work? <laughs> and it's basically everybody talking about how everybody fucked up on that on that series. Yeah, and NBC was, more than anybody else. It was ahead of its time, and it shouldn't have been totally. a network show. It should have been no. HBO, Showtime, one of those guys. Yeah, uh, because yeah. they would have give they would have put their all behind a show like that, and NBC didn't put enough behind it. Apparently, that that pilot cost like twelve million dollars in like two thousand and eight dollars or whatever it was. It wow. looks like it though. Yeah, it I mean, looks it like because they create really a good. whole new world for that yeah. movie. Like it is an alternate existence, and yeah. they do it well. And yeah. it's, I'll link to that article. It's it's totally worth reading. Uh, King's article. Okay, but let's go back to some movies. So we talked about Cocaine Bear. What else have you guys been watching that you wanted to touch base on? Did you guys see Ant Man? I did. I did. Marina. I'm sorry, <laughs> Paul. Paul, I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> that movie just—I I don't remember. Is this the third one now, or this the is second the third. one? This is the close. Okay. I believe this I would be the closeout too. I don't think I've seen the second one. Like this is how far behind I am. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Like. Yes, great. This, just, this is the movie to see then because she's mm-hmm. awesome in this yeah. one. Yeah, she is. I'll watch it eventually. She's, I just she's the draw to this. Oh no, no, no! Jonathan Majors is the draw again. It's always Jonathan Majors. Yeah, I think I think he might be having a pretty good year. Yeah, you think? <laughs> that, that bodybuilder movie still to come, yeah. which yeah. I'm hearing out of Sundance, like such great things about. Great things about. Yeah. Agreed. I honestly, I think he's going to be he's going to be winning awards in the next three years. Yeah. It's if, if Marvel doesn't bog, I, I don't see Marvel bogging him down so much that he can't do his own thing. Cause he seems like a very, like he will fucking walk out on you. Like he doesn't, he doesn't give a shit in that because he knows how good he is. I think. Um, but yeah, he's going to have, he's going to have an Oscar soon. I feel like a weirdo. Like, Cause I honestly, I'm not the biggest comic book guy when it comes to like Marvel stuff, but mm-hmm. I watched Loki, the TV show. Mm-hmm. Was he not on that show? Yes, he was. Okay, and something happened at the end of that show, and now they—I guess they explained it in the end credit scene where there's like multiple versions of yeah, him. There's variants, so it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I was until I watched this whole entire film, I'm like that motherfucker died at the end mm-hmm. of Loki. Mm-hmm. Why is he here? It's, and because yeah, everyone has like a variant version of themselves, but yeah. nobody's aware. Of that, that they have variant versions of themselves, except for Kang. Kang is the only character, except for Loki and stuff, because he's been trained to know that through the events of, of working for the, I forgot the timing agency is called. Yeah. But those people I, know that there are variants, but your regular people and any, all of your superheroes don't know that there's variants of themselves. I know, but it's starting to. F- Marvel movies are like starting to feel like Kevin Smith films. <laughs> like I'm, I'm having to know like the, the, the back catalog of like, 
all of his movies to be able to watch these movies. Welcome to comic books. Yes, I I know, but but at the same time, like I. I've, I've made no bones, but I am marveled out. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and like, I'm, I feel, cause I, I, I um, get asked this all the time on the radio show that I do because he is just, the host is just not into it at all. And he's always kind of like, well, why they keep making these movies? I'm like, because there are people that are still a hundred, a thousand percent still invested in these movies, invested in these Mm -hmm. stories and excited for what they can see out of the comic books that they read that are going to carry on to this new existence. And that's why I'm still fully invested. That's why I still, as soon as the tickets go on sale for Wakanda forever or, or Ant-Man and stuff, I'm like there, I've already got it. Yeah. I I I always go first night too. I, I, I say I'm marveled out, but I, I saw the first showing of Batman. Yeah. So the first showing of Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Are you are you going to see it, Brina? Like, like probably are, are, at some point. Uh, but go ahead and feel free to spoil. I'm not going to remember. They I'm made, not going to spoil it, but they made a, a certain deal. Uh, the fact that Bill Murray is in this film, and Bill Murray has a very Bill Murray scene, and then is fucking gone. Just like, oh, <laughs> never to be seen again. He's just gone. So I just think stuff like that's really funny. And it's also to bring a certain, like bring viewers. And oh, Bill Murray's in this. So, the, you know, a lot of the older generations like, oh, I like Bill Murray. Still, mm-hmm. that don't read the internet. Um, are still going to go see a Bill Murray movie. <laughs> but you know what, well here's the thing. <laughs> I, I actually kind of like this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun. I, I like the look. It's it's wacky. Yeah, there's a lot of really weird stuff going on. Michelle Pfeiffer shows up and just kicks ass. Um, Michael Douglas looks like he's just having a lot of fun. Yeah, I, yeah. I thought that too. I really felt like he was having uh, a good time of. His eventually, life. Lily must have pissed somebody off because she got written the fuck out of this film. I don't know where the hell she was. She made a whole ass of herself during the pandemic, though. So okay, I think that makes sense. this. I saw some aftermath yeah. of that because she was an anti-vaxxer. I think. Yeah, and it was easier was- to. Do that to her than to cut Letitia Wright out of Wakanda forever. Yeah. Like eventually Lily has like three scenes in this film. Yeah. And she was a main character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that they gave most of it to Catherine Newton, who I adore. I She's awesome. love Catherine Newton. I've been, I mean, freaky just sold Good me stuff. a mil, just sold me on her. And, uh, cause I, I, hadn't watched 13 reasons why is that that's the show she was on right i think so i hadn't really watched that show but yeah from freaky on i was like i really like her so and yeah paul rudd is a really good every man kind of guy that everybody likes and you can't not like paul rudd no it's a good yeah he's he's finding it the movie's better than i expected it to be but i didn't expect much because i once again am marveled the hell out it's not as funny as the other two movies. And, no. Um, but um, it's got some really, like, they're taking risks with some of the jokes that I thought. Like, the the goo and the, the, the holes. So yeah. It's, it's, there's one character that I'm just like, they're taking all their risks with this character. So Yeah, just, just for reference, Marina, it is as weird as we just made it sound. <laughs> it's so, so <laughs> weird. But it's hilarious. I don't know. That, it's I was, good. I was killing myself laughing in that scene. So and Yeah, they... The, the the whole quantum realm is just a really cool looking place. Yeah. They it looks like they spent a lot of time making sure that it looked really good. Yeah. And I thought it looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree too. Yeah. A lot of green screen work, but they did it. 
Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. one Ant-Man story is I took a picture of myself in front of the Fox Theater where they did the world premiere of the movie. It's still playing Ant-Man. And literally, there's another historic theater across the street, which is playing Cocaine Bear, which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> like, the dueling theaters, the fact that LA, this small neighborhood in LA has two theaters literally across the street from each other, and they were both really busy, made me want to cry. All you wow. got is genre films. I don't know what, you don't want anything artful here, just genre films. Pretty much. Once, Pretty but the problem with Ant Man is that it now has the distinction of being the worst second week drop of all time for a Marvel movie. Yeah, oh serious. And it didn't even do a very like like in in Marvel movie terms a great first weekend. Like it didn't. Yeah, over hundred. Yeah, it's probably going to do yeah. uh, Eternals money at the end of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was. Coming, like a, I'm the only Eternals fan here, so well, I think I, it might have been like a bunch like a seventy percent drop. I, I will wow, say I that's like, significant. I do like a bunch about Eternals, just to put it up there. There's just you some guys, that doesn't work. You guys. <laughs> You're missing out, Bill. It's so good. It's so good. The clockwork Gorgon scene at the end with my eyes being held open. I'd still, I would just like, I'm just fuck my eyes up. I don't want to watch this anymore. Blind me. Just oh, is, come that is, on. The, that is the ultimate review right there. Fuck my eyes up. I don't care about this anymore. <laughs> I want to see wow. that. On a, I want to see that on a poster for a movie. Fuck my wow. eyes up. I don't Good care stuff. About this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, would you guys recommend um, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania? Yeah, I would. Yeah, I, I I thought it was fun. Okay. Um, I have a question. How did they handle Modok? Because that uh, character is weird, and I cannot even begin to imagine what by, it looks like. By giving it lineage within the series is essentially what they do. Because uh, it's, you know, we're, we're already waiting into spoiler territory. It's, it's Darren. It's the villain from the first movie that okay. got sucked in. He, when he got, because he gets all compressed and sucked in, that's how he stayed when he ended up in the quantum realm. He just was made tiny with a giant head. So they basically, yeah, Kang basically gives him purpose. Okay. Which leads to actually a really comical character arc for him, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of hate over his look. It's just so much hate over his look. And it does look kind of crappy in parts. But, I mean, how do you do that character? Well, this is my, this is, that's why I ask. Because, I mean, even in the animated series didn't really work mostly because of that character. Mm. So it's I, just a lot of ballsy moves within this movie. Yeah. So, but they need some of it to give this movie purpose. And then there's a lot of building for what's going to come. So what is coming next? Is I mean, there Kang, another Avengers the, movie? Well, yeah, this is the build because Kang's the big bad for this phase of Avengers. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's a culminates in the, uh, the, because more is going to come in the secret wars, which are the secret invasion, which is the Samuel L. Jackson led Disney plus series. Like they're setting up a bunch and then it's going to be a part. There's a, a, like a stinger at the end that leads into the next season of Loki, which has been delayed now for another six months or something. I don't know if they've announced it, which sucks because Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead are directing it. Mm -hmm. And I think, and I think they are the future. So my God, they did such a, incredible job on moon Knight. they did such a yeah. good job agreed and i agreed. haven't seen something in the dirt yet but i'm i can't wait 
That movie Ooh. was weird. It? Yeah, it? it's very much <laughs> Benson Moorhead, but that like is... on a much title tighter, like lower budget than even before. Well, but yeah, that movie was like Bill said. I, I'm guessing they wanted to do something different after Synchronic because they kind of went a studio route a bit with Synchronic and then yeah. a big studio route with Moon Knight. <laughs> Excuse me. And then that probably occupied so much of the yeah. time. Yeah, because um, this is much, much on a much, much smaller scale. Very much more in line with their earlier stuff. The entire time I was watching that film, I'm like, "Could you guys stop talking?" Because I kind of, I haven't figured out what you guys said before. So five minutes ago, I'm still five minutes ago. Can you repeat that? So is it comparable? I've given up on trying to understand anything that they put out until I watch it like six times. Yeah, is it just com- is what it is. Is it comparable to the endless? This one is so much more really advanced. Okay. Yeah, I would I would say so. I think like visually, The Endless is a more interesting movie, but like like thematically and whatever story they're getting at, this is way like Bill says, like way more advanced. Like it's you need to be like high or something. I I really don't know if you can understand this movie. It's one of my natural states, so I think. So you're there. You're voting well. You're voting well. Next show, Steve's going to come on like, oh, that movie was super simple. I understood it. Yeah. Here's how I break it down for you. Yeah. <laughs> that scene in, I always think of that scene in 21 Jump Street where he's like doing shit on the board and then he throws his feather. He's like, you science. Right? <laughs> Steve's got this whiteboard in the background. He's like right now trigonometry. And it's like, what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> I've just been waiting for my moment to shine, guys. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, did you guys see Medieval on Netflix? Yeah, with Ben Foster. Yeah, yeah, I did. I I saw it. I I got a screener from VVS before it's because I had a tiny run theatrical release. Um, and yeah, it's it's like interest. It's like a because it's like a historical true true story, like quote unquote. Um, yeah. What I got of it is, I mean, it's it was uneven for me, but um, I want Ben Foster to have more lead roles. And I've I always agree. been saying this. I've always been saying this. And it's it doesn't deafen that opinion in, to me. So No, I'm with you. I This movie, I think, if I'm not mistaken, has been kicking around. They've been trying to get this made for years. Like, I want to say like 10 years. Mm-hmm. I vaguely remember either a Kickstarter or a, like, there was another website for a while where you could, like, back movies. And I vaguely remember seeing something, like, there was a concept trailer for this. And then it disappeared. And all of a sudden, it's on Netflix. And I'm like, what? What What happened Mm -hmm. to this thing? And I'm with you. I can kind of see why it didn't do better than it did because it is kind of meddling and it's not particularly good but i mean it looks great mm-hmm. like it actually looks pretty good ben foster is amazing and it has a pretty decent cast yeah michael Caine's in that movie yeah michael Caine is in it my uh matthew good makes an appearance mm-hmm. i was like who's gonna come through the door next <laughs> i just wish it was more memorable i think it was number one for five hours <laughs> As soon as it landed and yeah. then it disappeared. Yeah. I haven't seen it since. But I mean, I would say that if you're into like historical epics, it might be one worth checking out. It certainly looks pretty good. It's not like as 
grandiose as like a Ridley Scott movie. It's very much small scale, but the performances are really great and it's good enough that I think it's worth checking out. And it's an I Eastern European to story too. Yeah, exactly. Which, which you don't see very much. Yeah. Of. You don't ever get into their history a lot in, in these kind of like uh, blood and iron type of movies. So truth. Yeah. And I love that. Not everybody has a British accent. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You Look see, <laughs> you guys are doing Netflix wrong. Like, honestly, Sex Life Season 2 came oh, out Friday. Do you, like, how, you how think you... I haven't done this? Oh. I am five episodes in. It dropped oh on Thursday. God. How nuts is Season 2? Like, did they did they up the ante for this season? There's dick in, like, Episode 2, like, five minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because I had watched the first episode and then a girlfriend came over and she's like, we should watch Season 2. I'm like, well, I've already seen season, Episode 1, but I'll rewatch it. And then I couldn't remember. I'm like, she's like, is there dick? I'm like, I think so. <laughs> and then episode happens and I'm like... Did I dream this? Like, can't be. I'm like, so this the episode two starts. I'm like, oh, it's happening like right now because it's the same dress. Yeah, there's Nick <laughs> right off. It's, it's it's not. I want to say that because now we're derailed, so we're going to talk about sex life. Se- season one was better, right? Season one uh, feels like I've only seen half of season two. Season one feels like the stakes were much much higher. At this point, it just feels like it's retreading old ground. I mean, I kind of already see where it's going to end up at the end of season two. It was just popular, so they rushed on making a second season. I think even so. though they only I had so. basically one season planned. I think so. Like, because yeah. season one, I thought actually had some really interesting things to say about like relationships and sexuality and women and whatever else. This one kind of just feels like. Okay, so there's just like a bunch of piney people that are having sex all the time. Like, this is not how you solve problems. Season one actually feels like they're doing something kind of important. Season two just feels like they're meddling that's, sex. That's Sarah Shahi loves to do those sexy shows because she was a oh, L, but she she an L is, Word cast member. She right? is so hot, though. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I loved her on L Word. So, like, this is what everybody says to me. And I'm like, I haven't seen it. I don't know. But now I'm tempted because apparently I, she's really I, hot in it. I, I really know. liked that series. I, I think it so ends I. terribly. The final season's awful because they they went from being a drama to being like a mystery, like a murder mystery mm. for the final season, and it didn't. Yeah, it doesn't and, work. It's like season and the reboot, like just the the reboot's not good either. Yeah. Oh, I it's didn't. Sort, I didn't even try the reboot. No, it's, it's sort of like when. Uh, but back to the sex life, it's. it's Season two was like when you watch Bridgerton for the first six episodes and there hasn't been a boob yet. And you're like, this was supposed to be better, right? I remember Bridgerton being really good. I, I, I hate I hate myself saying that. I, I gave this one and that. a half but, boobs out of five because that's all I saw. <laughs> There's a lot friends. of boobs. There is a lot of boobs in what I've seen of season two of Sex Life. Oh, I know. Not as much dick, but lots of boobs and lots of ass. All, all my friends at work were like, like Bridget, it's supposed to be better than this. And I'm like, no, it's Netflix. It's- <laughs> Come on. And yeah, and yeah, there was that scene in the season one of, of Sex Life where that, the dude in the shower and everybody I knew was talking about that for like two straight weeks. Like, is I totally real? missed it. Like legit, everybody's talking about. I'm like, what are you guys even talking about? I just totally like passed me by. I'm like, there was a prosthetic dick. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, you guys watching these 
classy movies on Netflix. Dude, dude. What is your like, problem? Please? I also watched Ginny and Georgia. So what does that say about me? <laughs> that there was no know. more Firefly Lane left? I haven't seen Firefly <laughs> okay. Lane. And I have I not know. seen I hadn't seen anything of Ginny and Georgia. And okay. then somebody was telling me about it. I'm like, well, maybe I'll watch it. I watched two seasons in like seven days. At least it's, I, I, because I get the early screeners for Netflix all the time. They just put them, yeah. they just drop them into the preview bar. And what was the one that I'd started watching? And, and then I was like, oh no, this is like a pure flex show, a Virgin River or something. Uh, and as I'm getting into the episode, I'm like, oh my God, did pure flex make this? And then all of a sudden it's just like the dialogue gets worse and worse uh, and worse uh, and more about spreading the message. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Off. God. Yeah. I just remembered something. Did you guys watch George. Physical One? Did you guys watch Physical One Hundred? Come no, on! No, I didn't. Come I didn't. on! I didn't. I, what? I, Marina, you gotta watch this show. Why? South Korea has made a show with like a hundred athletes going against oh, each other. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the real life Squid Game one. Kind of, but okay. it's really funny watching like big giant power lifters having to hang themselves to like try to stay up on like like rings and see how long they can actually do because they're big strong dudes they're like 400 pounds of muscle that this like 100 pound model hangs there for like three hours <laughs> and it has nothing to do with strength it's awesome you gotta watch it i highly recommend it it's, it's <laughs> crap television know. it's physical I as in there's physically 100 people there <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> That's the i only don't physical. know man i watch I a know. lot of i watch a lot of crappy television do you guys watch wolf pack come on uh, that's no. i i want to start it because it has sarah michelle geller her return to totally television. that's I'm the reason buffy. i watch I'm it i'm a buffy diehard and not yeah, like fuck joss whedon but i'm a buffy diehard <laughs> yeah I watch a lot of crappy television. So, <laughs> oh, so um, let me add another one to your list: Daisy Jones and the Six, which I really that just came out. Right, it's on my list. I haven't started it yet. It's Riley. I Keo. really just. Dis- I, I know. I I feel because I love her and I love Sam Claflin. Yeah, it's not men, good. Men, no, no. Men, I did men, not care for that show at all. Mentioning a lot of my future wives throughout this episode, <laughs> we got Carrie uh, Russell, <laughs> yeah, Sarah Shahi. Riley Keough. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> I started a show, and I think it was from overhearing, I think it was Marina that might have been talking about on social media or something, but I've been watching, I've watched a few episodes of Formula One, Drive to Survive. Oh, yeah. New season, man. That show is awesome. First first race this weekend. Oh, that show is yeah. awesome. I, Look at Bill. Bill's like losing it. He's yeah, like, whatever. And and I'm like, I'm not into like, I don't follow Formula One. Like, I don't. It was the best thing F1 ever did for themselves. Was the Netflix show? Yeah, it's it's really well done. Um, yeah, because I, I though some of the drivers have refused. Like, <laughs> I like when they yeah some of them get oh mad man I kind of oh, like it because there's a lot of no. egos at play, right? Oh, there totally is. So. I mean, it's a rich boy sport, right? Yeah. I mean, you have to be really loaded to be able to afford what unless you're Lewis Hamilton, and you know, then there's like this whole story that goes with it, mm. but. Um, for the most part, it's a lot of like rich kids yeah. just playing with cars. Yeah. So there are a lot of eagles at play. Yeah. yeah. And it's been last season was a very dramatic season because they changed the cars drastically. Um, so this season of uh, Formula of Drive to Survive is should be interesting. Like we've only seen the first, I think, Dan and I've only watched the first four episodes. Right. And it's funny rewatching it 
after it's so far after the season because the new season is just starting. So we haven't seen F1 for like five months. So it's like, oh, the, this happened during this race. And the way they edit the show, if you've seen the actual season, you're like, oh yeah, you know how they're going to edit mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. But so there's clearly for like dramatic play, but <laughs> I think this season's racing is going to be really interesting because they've changed the cars again. And there's so much fucking drama again. So we'll see what happens. Team Tesla. Yeah. All Team the way. Tesla. Jesus. Sure. Okay. <laughs> There's a certain musk in this room. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 That, that musk would be uh, probably Red Bull uh, talking to, to Honda to, to redo their engines. Cause I, I have a feeling that Red Bull is not having some great uh, engines this year. They may be having some issues. Mercedes might actually be back, but okay. I've totally derailed the conversation. Kevin Magnuson all the way. I am so not a house fan, but I am all on board for Kevin Magnuson. The guy is gold as far as I'm concerned. Okay, that's enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I'm wanting to watch reality TV, that is the reality TV I watch. I like it. Um, hey, Bill, you're getting up early for football. I'm getting up early for F1. Liverpool United tomorrow. Oh what up? See, what time are you getting up? I'm going to get up at 6.30 to watch the race because <laughs> it starts at 7. Starts at five. Oh, dude, that's too early. Too no, early. Listening to both of you guys in your yeah. early mornings on a Sunday. I yeah, I, w- I won't be getting up. I just started a new job. I am beat. Oh, man. <laughs> what, you're not watching Ronaldo play those god awful, terrible games? No, I care less. He's dead to me. There we go. That's harsh. It's a matter, a matter of time. A matter of time. Dead. <laughs> okay, so let's talk movies. <laughs> All right. Steve's looking at his phone. I'm like, he's got movies to talk about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'll just bring. I'll just bring one. I'll. I'll. I'll, I'll go. I'll go limited here. Um. Have you guys heard of Project Wolf Hunting? That movie is violent. Holy Ooh. shit. Okay. Between. <laughs> and between. I want to say Taiwan's the sadness and this movie. I have some of the most violent hours I've had in my life. The sadness <laughs> is brutal, man. Sadness, sadness. I I think I had to pause it a few times because I was just like, "Holy fuck!" Especially Dude, after this, especially after the subway scene, I was like, "Oh my god, what am I into? Lot. What did I get into?" When when that dude went to stick his penis, I'm being very vague here, and somewhere on the face, I'm not going to say where. I might have paused it too, but wow, this movie's kind of rough. Yeah. Like it'll leave a mark <laughs> on you. I, I think the sadness will leave a mark on you more than Project Wolf Hunting will. But Project Wolf Hunting just goes, just balls out. Like it is so insane. And I don't even, it, it never lands until like the third act what kind of a movie this is like is just frenetic and just (laughs) vicious and blood's always flying you don't know who the main character is like you're just (laughs) watching this carnage happen and like even some of it is like absolutely mean-spirited absolutely yeah like what's his name's the 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 doctor's assistant like what the heck like it's just it's almost (laughs) blockbuster equivalent of Jurassic world where the assistant gets dropped into the tank and then ripped apart by pterodactyls and the giant uh, Allosaurus <laughs> or whatever. Like it's, but like on a just grossly bloody level, but 
yeah, and it stuck in my head for weeks. So <laughs> I, I I couldn't not bring that movie. Wow. <laughs> no thanks. I think maybe I'll pass on this one. We breathe the we breathe the thunder on this podcast. Yes. Uh, I mean it's cocaine bear. <laughs> <laughs> We prepared you. Yeah, in right. Yeah, yeah. You you can't complain now. No sympathies here. <laughs> well, there was two other, I guess, main releases this month. We'll go. I'll just do them. We'll do them quick because I think Marina saw. She, I know. I know you saw Magic Mike. Of course, I did. The Last Dance, which is just an absolute shite film, if there ever was one. Uh, Take it back already, Jesus. Okay, so okay, so there's Christ Almighty for a movie that's about like dancing. There's legitimately two dancing scenes: one yeah. at the beginning and one at the end. Yeah, uh, the one at the beginning is kind of hot because, as you said, Selma Hayek is really hot. But that scene just goes on. It does on, and then like, wait, did it just get like pitch black? How long have they been at this now? And I'm like. Uh, Channing Tatum is very flexible. That's cool. <laughs> given, given. given. Uh, and then plot for like an hour. Not nothing even. happens. Well, th- I was going to say, you say plot, but there's legit like nothing fucking happens. I know. For it's, an hour. There's no dancing. There's no, no Matthew McConaughey. There's no. nothing in this oh, film. No. And it gets to the end. And it gets to the end. And it's Magic Mike has made his like his magnum opus production and it's shitty. Dude, that, no. Okay. It's pretty bad. What you see of it. <laughs> that final in the water, like the, the rainfall okay. scene is like that entire sequence is cold. I'll give you that. It's but really man, good. The rest of it is shite. I, truth. <laughs> yeah. So Tama Hayek is really hot though. Like it is amazing how both of the good scenes have Channing Tatum dancing. And he has no other dancing scenes in the film, and the film is terrible. Of course, it had to have my pody in it. I love that song. <laughs> I, I, that song is overplayed, man. Oh, it's not it's, even that good. No, good. no, no. It's the beat. I did like that. The only time you see the guys is on like this really bad like Zoom connection, and they're all yeah. like breaking up. And I have a <laughs> feeling that opening dance sequence scene. They probably only had that house for a certain amount of time, which is why it gets pitch black. So I yeah. think they had to shoot it that night. It's the only thing I can think of because otherwise it's just like super bad editing. And I mean, you know, I mean, Soderbergh has his moments, but that scene is just bad. Yeah. But like yeah. it's good, but also not good. But yeah, Selma Hayek is like walking sex. Oh, totally. She is so good looking. And I mean, the the costuming for her yeah. is just like, that woman just looks great in everything, to be totally honest. That yeah, is a telling a, feature for me. Oh, she's, she's <laughs> yeah, so it's, tr- it's a trash film. Trash. <laughs> it's it's not great. I mean, I will fully admit, I, I really liked one and two. This one is very forgettable, but I, I do think that that final dance sequence is really impressive. Like really, really impressive. The movie just needed more of that. <laughs> and uh, Creed three also opened. I dug and it. I thought it was good. I just think there's it's just diminishing returns. The mm-hmm. first one's mm-hmm. really great. The second one's good, and this one's good. Yeah. So how's yeah. the direction? Because this is Michael B. Jordan's debut, it's right? Debut, and I think that he shows the reverence to the Rocky movies to the franchise. There are very there are a lot of things that cross over within the franchise. 
And to do that with only just mentioning Stallone and not having him appear at all, um, I think really worked. Um, there's another appearance of young Drago in this one. <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of have a soft spot for the actor, like just, just his, his poise and stuff really makes me laugh. Um, but Jonathan freaking majors, it just always comes back down to Jonathan majors and mm-hmm. he is just so damn good. And uh, I, I kind of wanted him to win <laughs> like spoiler. Oh my God, he doesn't win, but yeah. it's just like, Oh, he, uh, he is, he's just got that presence. And, and the tactician style of his character's fight style, I, I thought was cool. The, I mean, there's a fight where he's taken on the, the champ and, and just how he picks him apart. I was like, that was so well done and how they've used his vision to focus in on, on the weaknesses and stuff. Like the, and the fight scenes were really well done. I thought I will say there were some weird choices made in that final fight. Yeah. Stylistically. Yeah, stylistically, it 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 is the most existential of yeah. any Rocky film. Yeah, because I'll it, give you that. And I think that they're what obviously the what they're really trying to pull on is this. It's just them, and it's just it's so personal this time because it it's all to, towards like Adonis's childhood, his troubled foster home childhood, and that's what is really the focus of this film. But yeah, it's it's good. I just I wish it was as good as the first one. The first one I think is just a, another level. It's lightning in a bottle, though. Yeah, it, it is because that for I don't think any anyone expected that movie to be as good as it was. No, and for Stallone to get Academy Award nomination out of it, and like for it to be like this incredible rejuvenation, and to capitalize on a rising hot star like uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. I also like I also like Jordan's stature, like just his just how he holds himself on the screen. It's he's just always impressive. Yeah, he's very magnetic. He, it's yeah. hard to take your eyes off of him. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and I love that they're they're playing up as an old guy in this one. Like, like he looks like prime he's thirty two. I know that's what's the funniest <laughs> thing. Is, yeah, well, I, in the boxing world, I, I get like I don't I don't yeah. know because I I watch wrestling and I watch these guys fighting into their forties and, and some of them in their fifties, you know. And so when I like when when I see the, this old guy and he's like thirty two and I'm like fuck you, I'm forty two. <laughs> <laughs> it's also kind of funny when Michael B. Jordan is like just preparing for this fight he's ripped to shreds cut to jonathan majors and he like flexes you're like holy shit the rope <laughs> climbing when he oh my god and he's going ah oh, like at the top i'm like <laughs> beast mode like ooh, how do you beat that yeah. guy how do you beat that guy no he's made it he's so he's so emotional in the film mm-hmm. and it just works mm-hmm. he just works yeah. Uh, yeah. It's going to be a big year. He's going to be the, he's, yeah. so he's starting to feel like the future. Mm-hmm. Lots hey. of people are going to be no, taking notice. Yeah. I, I didn't see what the audience, re- I mean, we're now, we're, we're in the middle of Creed's opening weekend. So I had, I haven't seen how well it's been received, but I generally think it was pretty damn cool. Yeah. It was good. Is this kind of the end you guys think for this yes. particular trilogy? Yeah, it, it I, think feel, so. I think so. It would feel like the El Camino to Breaking Bad if they did more. Yeah, it's there's a feeling at the end. Mm-hmm. You, mm-hmm. you, you kind of know it. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, it's good. Uh, one and just an I have another TV thing written down here. You guys watching Last of Us? Um, I'm I'm kind of waiting for a full run. I've That's seen, fair. I've seen the first episode. Um, yeah, and and of course because Twitter can't keep their fucking mouth shut. I, I know <laughs> a lot about what's to come or what it comes in the the, subs- the episodes after. So well, that sucks. But I'm I'm invested because I love I love Pedro Pascal and I really really like Bella Ramsey. And I mean, they had Anna Torvin episode one. So just her involvement at all is just like, <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm like Anna more Torv. of her, please. I love Anna yeah. Torv. Yeah. It's really good. Really good. Um, Craig Mazin. HBO, man. They just, but I mean, to go from superhero, making like superhero movie to making like some of the best television with, Chernobyl and now this show like oh in two weeks succession season four oh yeah like yeah. oh is he involved in that too no but it's succession is the best show on television period <laughs> for a final time one more <laughs> yeah have you have you seen succession Marina yeah oh, that's why it. I'm like is it the best show on TV? really mm-hmm. oh. I mean it's really good don't get me wrong well. But that's to tide us all over until Miss Maisel starts in April. Nice. Which I have seen none of. What? I know I need to, I oh. know I I'm, I'm in God. the minority. Rachel of Brosnahan is a revelation. Actually, uh, and Tony Shaloub. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Actually, and even Luke Kirby. My God. So I just have to watch that show. I yeah. just have not some seen of the it. best scripting and, and that I've seen in a television show. Just and she's magnetic. Oh my yeah, she's unreal. But it's a, is it a musical? No, 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 musical? no, 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 no. Oh, she's a stand-up God. comedian. Oh, okay. okay. A sta- she wants to be a stand-up comedian, but she's a Jewish housewife. Yeah. I, I know I need to see it. Yeah. I just have not gotten it. And then she's like, she, yeah, uh, Luke Kirby plays Lenny Bruce in it. And oh, and uh, Tony Shalhoub is her dad. And he is just neurotic and definitely autistic to a, to a far <laughs> degree. But of course, it's in a time where none of that shit was was acknowledged or yeah you know so it's so damn good and it's yeah. um it's a- amy sherman paladino and daniel paladino that that did it so it's got that it's like they've evolved and grown up so much since gilmore girls and it's just yeah it's good stuff another show i never watched <laughs> again a show that has really great scripting i will never deny that gilmore girls wasn't didn't have a great script I'm very much of there's a, there's like a weird thing with me. It's like if it's super popular, it's quite likely I haven't seen it out of <laughs> some whatever form of I'm there's no way I'm going there. Never seen friends, zero interest. Never wow. seen girls, zero and oh dude, yeah, no interest. Wow. But I've been watching like religiously episode rerun episodes of Frasier, which I liked at the time and I think is just fucking genius now. Oh Frasier is an all time. Sure. Uh, it's so good. It's like it, that show gets better the older you are. Because <laughs> you're like, oh wow, I watched this yeah. at what age? Really did not get that joke the first time around. It's it's one of my all timers for sure. It, oh, it's, it's so there good. With, it's there with uh well, Scrubs except for season nine. Um <laughs> and uh I, I that 70s show still holds in my heart. Yeah. I love that. Except really for like the that final 90- series a season as well. Oh yeah. I really like the I really like the reboot, the nineties. I show really I enjoyed nineties as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean <laughs> I, I like, really hated the eighties one, but this oh, one yeah. I actually really enjoyed. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I, I mean, I really like um, um, the lead character. I was. Yeah, she's great. She really funny. She's so, very, very funny. Great timing. And it's again, it's just yeah. like finding like because Topher Grace was a nobody. He's just they found him from a high school play. And like, really? Yeah, I yeah. Some, that. some high school play in Connecticut or some wherever he's from. But yeah, it was just. Uh, it wasn't like Mila Kunis, like 12 when she She had to lie. Show. Yeah, she had to lie about her age. She had to fudge her, her age to do that show. Yeah. Okay. I also totally forgot that Ted Lasso is coming back. Yeah, it's March yes. 15th. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So we'll already be three episodes deep by the time uh, we meet again. We record again. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. Can't wait. I want to meet. Yeah, that's right. I want to mention um, your your place or mine because uh, I did watch this solely because I had seen some really awkward pictures. <laughs> yeah, where they look like they have zero chemistry. They have reverse they, chemistry. Well, and this, so this is the thing. I'm like, so how is this movie going to play? Well, this is how it plays. They don't share the screen for most of the movie. <laughs> like legit. They sw- she goes to New York and he goes to her place to look after her kid. And they basically talk on the phone for the entire movie. They actually do not see each other until like the end. I'm like, so this is how you fix the fact that the characters have zero fucking chemistry. A friend friend of mine didn't even like, I'm like, oh, I watched this movie. I'm like, oh, how was it? She's like, oh, the hot guy from Grey's Anatomy was in it. Didn't even care about the other the main actors. I'm like, oh, it must have been great. Which one? Wait. Yeah, I was like, wait, what hot guy from Grey's Anatomy? Oh, Jesse Williams. Williams. Yeah. Uh, we, we, no we, idea. Was really no nice. idea. <laughs> the blue eyed guy. Oh yeah. I know. I know Scott no, Speedman I, is now on Grey's Anatomy, and I'm like, not, maybe I should watch the show because I really like Scott Speedman. Well, not happening. It's not um, um, Justin Chambers who was who played Marlon Brando in the Paramount series <laughs> The Offer. <laughs> did, anyone watch that? did anyone watch the offer i have not seen it wasn't bad yeah i didn't i, didn't, I really bad. liked it i'm like can they make yeah, more bad. shows like this can they make it an apocalypse now series i'm the making of or <gasps> could you imagine the, I mean, t- even have dan fogler play coppola again because <laughs> oh, i kind of really liked his coppola um so good. and oh no the the reason to watch that show is matthew goods um um robert evans Oh, Matthew Good is oh, godly. Sorry, Bob Evans guy. is so cocaine fueled and so like, <laughs> oh, it's so good. He's soaked in gin. Like I just love his performance in that one, and Burn Gorman's in it, and I love Burn Gorman. And oh yeah, actually, I, I'm kind of romanticizing it right now. I really <laughs> like that show. <laughs> it's so, on my so, long list of things to watch. Yeah, right. So much, so much cocaine in this episode. So much <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> okay, so this is the title of the episode. So much so cocaine. Much cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so anything else we're right there? No, that was it. I just wanted to mention it because it was so awkward. And of course, I then I watched the movie. I'm like, okay, so it's, the movie is awkward as well. <laughs> So, so, so much so, for a Valentine's movie. So two episodes in a row, we both got seduced by Star Power on Netflix. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, How's it feel? Kind of dirty, eh? Yeah, kind of dirty. It's as dirty as a fully CG made kiss. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. you people. <laughs> <laughs> the new season uh, of You is pretty good, though. Oh, uh, just saying. And the just second saying. half is this week. Yeah, it's quite different than season one and two. So people are like freaking out. I'm like, break the formula. I'm okay with this. It's pretty good. (laughs) Am I the only one that's just like, but he's Gossip Girl? 
Uh, of yeah. course. That was no, cool. you're not the only one that says that and every time. Arguably the worst ep- the worst series finale, finding that out. Kind of, yeah. The worst. It doesn't make <laughs> sense. If you run the series back, it doesn't make sense. No. I haven't really no watched way. it. Okay. I, I, a lot of people are like, are you going through Gossip Girl? <laughs> Gossip Girl is so good, though. It's so really good. Well I watched Somebody's, the new one. Yeah, was it you that so was? Yeah, I, you were telling me that the new one was good because I haven't watched the new one yet. So I'm like, they canceled it. Don't watch it. Yeah, two seasons. What? Yeah, it was good, too. It pissed me off. <sighs> I watch shitty television. <laughs> so do I. I watched The Circle. So. Wow. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen that one. It's so entertaining in stupid ways. Oh, dude, we Dan and I watched some really sh- We watched The New Law and Order. Oh, God. <laughs> Seriously? Is the Chris one, Maloney one? one actor. Is the Chris Maloney one, though? No. Okay. Oh. I would watch the Chris Maloney one because I love Chris Wait, Maloney. no, it is. Because he plays now. He's now the... Uh, Cargate. Yeah, no, he's the, now the... Um, oh, no, it's not the Chris Maloney one. Who is... which? Who am I thinking of? Uh, I'm not gonna think about it, but yeah, the show's not. It's it's exactly what you think a new Law and Order is. It's exactly the same as the old Law and Order. Well, I mean, but it actually has some pretty good actors. The, what's really bad that we're watching, and I still don't really understand why, is um, Night Court, no, which is boy. calling to be canceled. Like we are waiting for the announcement because there's no way that show is making it to season two. Oh. No way whatsoever. My poor friend John Larroquette. No. Oh, oh, it's so I bad. It sucks. He's that. classy. I like John Larry. Me too. Always. Oh yeah, as well. he's totally. But the show is the voice yeah. of the Texas okay. massacre. <laughs> the voiceover yep. in the Marcus Nispel one is John Larry. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> broken. broken. I, I was going to say I'm broken now. <laughs> So I got some movies. I got some movies that are opening in the next month. Okay. Uh, there's these, only one, but okay. I know. Sure. So for these, we should try to pick something. To I maybe, know what I'm voting for. So yeah, bring them on. All right, I, I'm going to try to guess. It's going to be awkward. Uh, March 10th, 65. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver against dinosaurs. If I see one more trailer for this movie, I might legitimately throw something at a screen. Is this actually going to be good? It's 85 minutes long. Oh, oh well, it's winning at that. Right? That's, a, That's the first good. thing I thought. When you're, I'm looking at Scream, and Scream is two hours and five minutes. Which what? blows me away. A slasher yeah. movie that's two hours and five minutes long. But they're in New York. They're, yeah, and it weirds me out that they're not in Woodsboro. They gotta be do, something. Do they go and see Hamilton? Like, I don't what know. The fuck? No, no, no. They're gonna see Jason. <laughs> Someone's gonna get their head punched off on the roof somewhere. Okay. Okay. Jason takes okay. Manhattan. I still refuse to see 65. I think it looks fucking terrible. I'm sorry. I, like, I mean, I, like, I just cannot bring myself to do it. I, like I have Scott seen Woods. that trailer so many times. I'm like, I do not think I can watch this entire movie. So is this, is this Adam's like, we'll work for food time now? Or he's going to make a bunch of money making big movies? It's because people didn't like white noise. So he's going to go do weird shit. Yeah, that was terrible stuff. Well, yeah. this is why nobody saw it. Because it was fucking terrible. I mean, everybody yeah. has Netflix. Nobody saw it. Yeah. Uh, Champions with Woody Harrelson. I uh, feel like the that trailer almost comes off as offensive to me. I don't know why. Maybe I'm weird. But yeah. Does nothing for me. Yeah, and especially after coming off a of ranty ranterson on uh, Saturday Night Live. SNL. There, so, yeah. <laughs> do we really want this? I mean, I like that it, the Farrellys are going back to do work with Woody Harrelson again because Kingpin is great. Yeah, it's still such yeah. a funny movie. Agreed. But I mean, didn't these guys see The Ringer? 
No, that movie didn't. Not. That movie didn't work out. So I, I don't. I don't understand champions whatsoever. Uh, also, on March tenth, uh, the British television show Luther has a Netflix movie. I I'm sorry, I, what? I love that show yeah. to death. Idris Elba, and this movie's so good. Andy Circus in it. Oh shit! Oh, okay. Yeah, I love Luther. I think it's a great show. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's incredible. So it introduced me uh, to Ruth Wilson, who I oh, she's oh, so good. Oh, the she's first so good. Oh, the first couple seasons with her are just intense. Some, some of the best television ever made. I would yeah, think. so good. Uh, March fourteenth is Marina's big movie. Uh, the re-release of Darren Aronofsky's Pie on three point one four day in IMAX eight K. What? IMAX I, this H- this was what I, I said. IMAX. I thought it was. They a scanned joke. this film. They scanned this film that was shot on 16 millimeter in 8K resolution to put on an IMAX screen. Did you not see my Twitter rant? That was like, why is this movie gonna <laughs> I be did not, in IMAX? I, I read that. I was just like, come again. <laughs> I did look to see if I could get tickets. The site's either broken or they're already sold out. I oh, don't yeah. know which one. I don't know, but I was just like, I got it. I, I love that movie. So I, look, I don't. <laughs> it, looked ter- it looked terrible on DVD, yeah. let alone on an IMAX My screen. So. copy. Yeah. I do. I do think it's kind of amazing that part of the, the, the sale of that movie was that the rights would revert back to him after 25 years. Yeah. I'm like the fact you had that foresight is kind of impressive. I just wish the movie was better because <laughs> I so really you, don't. You don't like the movie, but you like the soundtrack. It's banging. Yes. Okay. yes. Well, sure. This is truth. Just, this is truth. Just wait for Nolan's IMAX re-release of Following coming out in two months. <laughs> Another movie on. not a fan of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I have other issues with Christopher Nolan beyond the fact that I don't like Following. Oppenheimer's uh, have stuff, you, Steve, have you heard about Marina's love for Tenet? No, <laughs> no, I have not. Is this a can of worms? <laughs> because there here? is no love for Tenet here. <laughs> I will say I did rewatch like the second half of it the other day because it happened to be on TV and we were flipping through the channels and it does play better after like multiple viewings. Cause I've now seen the movie like maybe three times, still not a big fan, but it's not as bad as the first time I saw it, <laughs> but uh, hey, hey, it's got my boy. So, you know, our pats all the way. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Back to real movies. Uh, March 17th, Shazam. Yeah. I already got my ticket. My daughter is into that one for me. So I'm, I'm like your daughter. I'm like, yes, bring it. Yeah. That's the movie I want to see. Adam Brody's in it. It might be a small role, but Adam Brody's in it. So he's pretty fun. Come on, he's Seth Cohen. I, I really liked. I really liked the first Shazam movie. I do too. I it's thought it was fine. Really, really I thought it was fine. fine. And yeah. I like David Sandberg as a as a filmmaker. He hasn't disappointed me yet. Even I even liked Lights Out. So, no. yeah, I'm okay with that one. Nice. And of course, the the real movie that uh, Marina's really into, Cineplex Pictures presents. John Wick 4. Oh, baby. Oh, oh wait, baby. This is coming already? Oh, I actually did not realize it was coming already. Yes. This cast. I mean, come on. 
It's so exciting. I, Donnie Yen is in it now. What like, is with that suit, that fat suit that Scott Atkins is wearing? <laughs> and the fact that know. they include him in the new trailer and going, Baba Yaga, and he looks all insane. <laughs> I'm like, all right. This- <laughs> well, so this is what I'm concerned about. Like, the first three movies have been really good and, like, a level of insanity that I can actually, like, get behind. Like, they're just, they're, they're upping themselves each episode and they... Like you buy into it, and I love this universe. That said, I saw the trailer for the num- for number four, and I was like, oh, "Have they gone too far? Or you, have they actually gone too far? Are, I think they may have gone too far." Are you upset with the Lawrence, Lawrence of Arabia type stuff that's going on in the trailer? Because <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't I, know how they're going to explain it, but all right. <laughs> well, this this is exactly it. I'm like, it's not even that specifically. It's just all of it. Like they've gotten so far off the rails now. It's like this is now. Uh, Fast and the Furious territory. And I think I lost interest in Fast and the Furious at five. So I can maybe do one more, John Wick. Well, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, I'm very concerned. The difference very for concerned. me, and I have my ticket for Fast X, so I can't like speak ill on that side. Dude, that, movie still opens gonna... in, like, that movie opens in four months. I know. And they months? put their tickets on what? sale in January. Like, I think it was after <laughs> oh the Super God. Bowl spot. They're like, tickets are on sale. I'm like, really? Okay. You're projecting that far? Um, but the thing is, I can believe that Keanu is John Wick, but when I now when I look at Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto and his weird posturing and his weird stance and him trying to not be a doughy tough guy, I'm I'm not I can't the disbelief I can't even the last movie I can't think that he would he would beat John Cena like are you are, are we we've, we're looking at John Cena and we're looking at Vin Diesel and John and John Cena's not going to win. I'm like, sorry if you had what? said to anyone. How many? When was the first? When did the first one come out? Like two thousand one? No, okay. one. Yeah, it might be two thousand one. It might be. I don't know. I I just remember like I, I was fully on board with that franchise mm-hmm. when there was still I skipped, DVD I skipped number. I skipped number two. Number two, I thought was like does that, I'm like they they've done a movie and they didn't include Dom. Like what the fuck is actually happening? So I skipped two altogether and I still have not seen it. And I take pride in the fact I have not seen. Too fast, too furious. Speaking of pride, isn't that movie like too pride, too curious? <laughs> like that movie is like it could be. I haven't seen it. I can't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. The only thing the third one was fast. a the thir- Tokyo Drift was fucking banging. That movie is yeah, probably it's for me. It's Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, and then the rest of the shit show. Because at this point, they're all just the same. My I do not like them. My number one is Fast Five. I love Fast Five. I the introducing the, the Rock just just totally ups the game for me. And it, see, and for me, that's where the franchise kind of went like into territory that I'm like, this is not Fast and the Furious anymore. It's not about the cars. It's not about the racing. It is about the other crap. Well, wait, and but, I just uh, have zero interest. But, but Marina, well, Tyrese, and Luda went to space. Yeah, they went to space in the last one. My- <laughs> Which is so ridiculous. Well, this is the thing. Like, what happened to the cars? That's well, what I want. I want the fucking cars. Well, does the disappointment continue when I say my second favorite is Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. At this movie. point, uh, anything anything is possible. For Get me, off it's the all goddamn podcast, Steve. <laughs> You're done. <laughs> I made it two episodes, guys. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> huh? But okay, so I'm 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 looking forward to John Wick. 
I'm very excited because I love Keanu and then secret husband, but I'm I'm concerned <laughs> this movie has lost its way. Steve, you you owe me a two second car, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we work in the software. Me, me, and, me and Bill are driving for pinks now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and DVD players. All right. So after John Wick four on March thirty first, we have South by Southwest opening film. Dungeons and Dragons. I am. I'm there for it. I'm so excited. I want to see this I movie. I do. So stoked! I cannot wait. The one trailer where they're explaining this big thing, and it's like it's a bridge. It's 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 a mechanism that triggers it, and it'll bridge with all pregnant. And Justice Smith steps on it, and he's like, "So I stepped on the mechanism and triggered it, and the bridge is gone." Sorry. <laughs> this movie looks so good. I'm so there for it. It's um and it's John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein that are doing this. Um the game night guys. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I really like that. Yeah. I mean they did a stumble with the um National Lampoon vacation reboot that was terrible. Mm. But Game Night is a way better movie than it deserves to be. Agreed. And giving them this and a shitload of money because it looks like a billion dollars on the screen. I'm, I'm that on might board. be that. That might be the problem, though. This film kind of thinks feels like it might be a bit of a money loser. Well, I mean, New Line tried it and it lost <laughs> them a shitload of money in the 2000s. Yeah. So this one looks like they actually like put more thought into it rather than casting like an unknown in Merlin Wayans. They actually have a seemingly likable cast. Justin Smith, uh, Justice Smith, is a just a rising star for sure. Um, yeah, and and, and, and I, I wasn't joking. It actually is opening South by Southwest. That's so crazy. A really, a really prestigious film festival. <laughs> yeah, and you think and you think they've probably seen the film. Yeah, there's probably a reason they picked it. Yeah, because it looks awesome. What are you talking really, about? No, because it's probably a really fun time, and people are going to yeah. talk about it coming out of the screen, saying it's a really good movie. Yeah, could this be a sleeper hit? Hopefully, yeah, I would think so. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry, Chris Pine is like. Fine wine. No. Fine wine. Definitely don't want to spit at him at Cannes. <laughs> That's turned into like a tunnel drama. I know. But oh man, I saw some photos of him like for the cover. I think it was Esquire. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. I just... He's aging gracefully. Yes. Oh, the, sure. the white beard is really doing it for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> Too much information. Sorry, guys. He, he can have really good hair. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Like, like, I'm like, dude, that's some good hair, yeah, man. Yeah. Good for you. He's, he's very handsome. Consistently yeah. say that. Uh, and uh, I don't know if this is going to be a little late, but April 5th, uh, Ben Affleck is back. Oh. With yeah. with his, his money ball, I look kind of looks like to me, with every guy in Hollywood seems to be in this film, uh, Air, the Nike story about signing Michael Jordan. I think it looks really good. And he's playing Phil Jackson, which is, yeah. to me, is like, oh. whoa. And and I, he's got the, the little curl and everything. Like, he's, he looks yeah. like he convincing Phil looks, Jackson. It looks like Moneyball to me. Yeah, I'm in. No, Bennett, yeah, it's, 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 it's replacing Bennett Miller with uh, Ben Affleck, but I'm in. Yeah. 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 You ever seen my trailer, Marina? I haven't seen the trailer yet, no. Yeah, I saw it's one good. before it Creed. Looks- you, said, you said Ben Affleck, and I'm like, okay, I'm there. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and Matt Damon, Damon and Matt Damon's Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt oh, Damon. Yeah. yeah, totally sold. Matt Damon's your main character. 
in this yeah. Okay, I'm it, totally there. Yeah, it's about the, the inventing of the uh, the Air Jordan and basically before Michael Jordan was even an NBA player. So, yeah, it's an, it's, it's an interesting story because I know the story It totally well. is. So, yeah, it's, it's a really good narrative. It's funny story. that it's taken this long for them to adapt this yeah, you, way. You would have thought it would have been yeah. done before. It'd be weird if it was like produced by LeBron James or something. <laughs> oh, I could see that. I could see that. And uh, last but not least, uh, speaking of films that I just can't quite get a reading on the Super Mario Brothers film. You know, it's either going to be the biggest film of the year, or it's, it's going to make not, or, or it's going to make a hundred billion bucks. Ill- I don't think it's going to be the movie of the year. Illumination hasn't made a movie yet that is bombed fully. That true. is that is Illumination, true. Illumination, whether anyone regards it or not, is the biggest threat to Pixar. No, uh, that that would be that would be uh, Warner. Uh, that would be DreamWorks. That'd be John Lasseter. No, no, DreamWorks Animation. DreamWorks. Would be the, yeah. DreamWorks. So I think within the the whole animation front, Disney had a really off year last year, like a really off year. Mm-hmm. Strange um, World. Strange World was a fucking bomb, and they completely fumbled their like uh, um, red. I think they totally fumbled that. They should have released it much later in the year, but they needed to open something at the beginning of the year to get people excited. I think they told, and Lightyear was a miss for Pixar. Like it just did not perform the way they wanted it to. I, I honestly think that DreamWorks is the next big challenger. They've, they're, they've taken a different approach to the way they make their films. They're actually giving the filmmakers control and artistry. The films all look different. They all have a different style the they're not all like cookie cutter like for me they're doing the really interesting work as like you look at the movies they put out last year bad guys puss in boots like two really really standout films that each were super smart they both look totally different but they had like a real artistry to them that the other studios just aren't doing but i will agree with you steve i think illumination is a real threat Mm -hmm. they have like the european sensibility that people really underestimate yeah especially when it comes to animation and i think that they're going to do some interesting work yeah and then fully teaming with nintendo on this one and the look is exact yeah Yeah. there's no deviation so that's i think the the uh, I think that'll either work for them or against them, depending on where the movie falls. Mm-hmm. Like if they manage to like hit the story and the the tone and it plays well, it's going to be like a runaway hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If they fumble it, it's going to be a total disaster. I don't it's think it's going to be. It's a multi-generational thing. That too. Yeah. You know, you, you played Nintendo. I played Nintendo. You played Nintendo. Yeah. Everybody's played Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That so, too. But, and then there's, you know, the fact that, Yes, I played Nintendo, but you would not catch me dead playing new Nintendo or like new Mario Brothers because I like it makes me sick. Like, give me the old 2D Nintendo. Like, the only Nintendo game I'm currently playing is Mario Kart because it's the only thing I actually really like. Everything else is all too much 3D. It just makes me sick. Well, good news, Marina. There is Mario Kart within this movie if you can judge it by the trailer. <laughs> I don't know. I think it looks like a lot of fun, but I think it could go sort of either way. Mm-hmm. I think like Apple, not Apple, it's not Apple, but uh Skydance animation. I, I let's see because I mean they've only put out one movie, so let's see what they do with mm-hmm. the second one that's coming out. I think at some point this year. But, but an, a lesser Marvel film just opened to over a hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah. 
what can a title like Super Mario Brothers do? It's it could be scary. Like it, you, it, yeah, bucks eight, bucks seventy five, buck eighty. That's what I think it does. Yeah, and then you know, it's I'm, I'm sure that it's a very popular title in Japan and mm-hmm. China. Well, Those worldwide markets is going to be yeah, huge. it's, it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. You're going to get Mario Two Greenlit within two weeks, probably. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, it's going to be like Sonic the Hedgehog, where it was yes, like, because oh, that was a big, a bit of a surprise when that it came out. So the yeah, hell out of me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see that happening. Yeah. It would really so, be like nice to see like an animated movie do really well this year. Cause it's been kind of an off year for, for sure. For sure. Like the movies have been great, but they just haven't been making the box office. Yeah, so it'd be nice to see that come through. I mean, I liked strange world, but that's just me. So I, thought it was good. I, I haven't seen it. Oh, like yeah. I, I thought the trailer looked so weird. I'm like, eh, I'll get to it eventually. And I still haven't seen it. I just, <laughs> and now I'm to the point where like, eh, I probably am just going to skip it. It just is doing nothing for me. It was a fun adventure. Hmm. Yeah. It looks it looks kind of cool. Like I like that they're trying different things. Just wish it looked better. <laughs> the story just didn't appeal to me. How much money did they actually lose on the a real number? I'd love to know how much they actually lost right. on that film. Right? Yeah, probably a lot. Yeah. It didn't look cheap. Nope. No, and you know, animated movies never are. No, no totally. No. So out of all those films, we're obviously going to be reviewing Pie next week, <laughs> like next month, but. Um, I want to do Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I, I, would, I would do. I would do that one too. We, we can still talk about John Wick. We probably will talk For a lot sure. about John Wick, but probably. Dungeons and Dragons is awesome. Yep. I'm and, in, uh, and I'm going to proxy vote for Melissa. Drag <laughs> <laughs> her. I'll drag her to a screening. Don't there worry. We go. There we go. <laughs> Melissa, she was actually going to come to Cocaine Bear. We went to a VS screening, so I had messaged her. I'm like, "Do you want to come and see this?" And she's like, "Yeah, I'll come and see." It. And then, of course, she got freaking COVID and didn't come. I'll drag her to Dungeons and Dragons because I'm sure they'll do one. This show would have been so much more on the rails with Melissa. Yeah, she was the glue. It's very she was the glue today. holding us onto the track. Yeah, <laughs> clearly. clearly. And if she's back, when she's back next episode, we're actually going to like keep it to within an hour, and then we'll be like, "Yeah, it's totally Melissa." Can you referee this for us? <laughs> <laughs> we have a problem with control, impulse, <laughs> and tangent well, wise. It, it doesn't help. It's like late on a Saturday I know, night, I and know. we've all been drinking. I know. <laughs> So it is what it is. Okay. Was it that noticeable? (laughs) (laughs) Very unhinged episode. We are all over the place and I am not helping. Bad, bad moderator. Not to go off on another tangent, but do you remember that top 10 show we recorded, Maria, a couple years ago? Where I drank like a six pack of beer (laughs) in an hour? (laughs) Was it this unhinged? I don't remember. I don't think so. It was the one where we argued about Tenet. (laughs) Uh, okay, <laughs> this is the callback then. This is the callback. <laughs> and there was that other movie that I laughed at your pick, and you got super like freaked out about it. I can't remember it was, which one it was. It was. That planta- it was that plantation movie Antibellum? that the woman. Yeah, Antebellum. Oh yeah. Oh man. And I, and, I, and I like I like yelled out that it was it's a complete piece of shit film. And <laughs> yes, you, were you like, did. And you're yeah, still was, wrong. By <laughs> way. I'm gonna have to side with Bill on this one. <laughs> Yeah. You guys are both wrong, so it is what it is. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. It was like quite possibly like the most awkward moment in podcast <laughs> history. Cause I was kind of joking, but I wasn't. <laughs> and uh I just kind of wanted to like, you know, 
spice the show up a little bit. And I felt uh, afterwards, I'm like, oh, shit, I should have done that. <laughs> it wasn't spicy enough with Tenet? Come on. And that was good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, everybody ganged up on me on that one. It was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, episode two. That was uh, that yeah. was the show, guys. Yeah, we, that was that's the, show. the standard. That's the standard. So uh, next time we're going to be back with Dungeons and Dragons. Until then, where can folks find you? Uh, my website, stevestebbing.ca. I'm also on The Shift uh, with Shane Hewitt every Thursdays at 11 p.m. Pacific time. That one's across Canada. Um, and every week I'm on a sh- uh, horror show called uh, Tremble, the horror podcast. Um, the episodes up as a recording are for Dracula, the 1931 version with uh, Boris Karloff. Or no, sorry, Bela Lugosi. Uh, and then the other, we also did um, Coppola's Bram Stoker's Oh, uh, which near, near and dear to my heart. I know Love that Keanu stands like a sore thumb in every oh, moment he's on screen, but man, the but it's choices so in that movie are just chef's kiss, you know, side um, note. I must have like, I legit, I cleaned the shelves not that long ago. I had like five versions of that movie, <laughs> the cardboard, like ver- slim cardboard version. And like, yes, yeah, uh, so I actually kept like three of them. Cause I'm like, the packaging is so nice. It, I can't they really it. are. They go all out in those ones. Um, yeah. The next episode of recording are for sleepaway camp and sleepaway camp to unhappy campers, uh, which I, okay. Mean, okay. Okay. Sleepaway camp one has the greatest horror ending absolutely of all time and like the weirdest animatronic like it's awesome it's so crazy and then two is like you already know everything and it's just it's just not as fun it's just there's some good kills in it but it's just not as fun okay i shouldn't be saying this we're too long into this (laughs) yeah you go off on another tangent but do you guys watch joe bob briggs on shutter Yeah. yeah okay the last episode do you know a movie he played? No. Necromantic. Oh, why? Why? Have you ever seen yes. Necromantic? Yes, I have. I, I don't think I would watch it ever again, but. It is a nasty film. Yeah. It's, it's nasty. It's just. And I like nasty films, and it's a nasty film. I'm on Twitter watching people's reaction to Necromantic, Ugh. and they're fucking a corpse. Ugh. And. You've never seen vile hatred towards a horror film like this. Yeah. And it cuts back to Joe Bob and he has this smile on his face. Like he is just corrupted youth. He is just like the greatest thing he's ever done is play necromantic. <laughs> it's I fucking love Joe Bob Briggs. It's, it's yeah, <laughs> he's great. Um yeah. What else? Oh, uh, I'm also on an episode of Perfect Ten on the Thunderquack Network. We covered, we uh, waxed on poetically and romantically about uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. So uh, check that one out. One of my favorite movies of all time. And uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Steve Dead. And you can also find me on Letterboxd because that is the real social media. (laughs) Apparently. Yeah, I agree. Mr. Bill. And I am Bill Harris. I am on Twitter at SoundJam69. I don't do a lot of social media, so I will leave you with this. I am still looking for a scene in a movie this year that is as good as Timothy Chalamet singing Lick It Up in the movie Bones and All. Oh, thank you for the love for that movie. 
God, I love that movie. I really like that movie too. And after and after that that weird scene of him singing "Lick It Up" by Kiss, I bid you adieu. <laughs> <laughs> I that scene is so good. I said, Dan, you 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 have to watch well, at least this. He was really not into it, but he did appreciate the fact that you know there is kiss love in that movie. The only thing that would have made, made it better if he had sang a song from The Elder, like the worst kiss album of all time. But uh, uh, Lick It Up is pretty awesome. Well, just, I'm not a huge Kiss fan, but that's a really good song. You're just making me show my hat that I'm for Halloween. I'm just going to dr- walk around as Mark Rylance in that movie. But anybody got some love for Sully? Come on, you got love, Sully. Why won't you get that's in the van with Sully? Come on. Because you're creepy yeah, as right? fuck. <laughs> Seriously, dude. I am running the other way when I see you coming. Jesus. Like, from the moment he shows up on screen, you're like, stay away from that guy. <laughs> I washed in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the score is still tops, okay? Where, where's his Oscar nomination? Where's Taylor Russell's nomination? Right? God Genre films just getting screwed. This Michael, except for except for everything is going to win yeah. Best Picture and destroy genres. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, Michael Stuhlberg has five minutes, and you want to stand up and give him a standing O after that. Yeah, sitting it's, next it's, to it's sitting simple. next to David Gordon Green. Right? Yeah, so weird. Yeah, Luca, you weirdo. <laughs> so yeah. Sorry to steal your thunder if you're going to talk more there, Marina. But, uh, <laughs> no, I was I wasn't going to talk more. Okay, cool. I do I do like that movie. I don't love it. Um, and you can find me on Instagram pretty much exclusively at the Marita too. That, that's pretty much all I'm doing at the moment. So you can get my my weird IMAX rants because uh-huh. I did go on about why is this happening? And yes, the link is broken. Sorry, people. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. Cool. I think we'll wrap up here. We'll come back in a couple of weeks with a uh, a deep dive, I'm sure, into Dungeons and Dragons, and we can all revel at the fact that we've all. Who's going to be the dungeon master? It's Melissa. We were, she's the rule taker, yeah, the rule giver, yeah. and all that. Yeah. We, we have we to at get, this point. We have to hand her yeah. the reins of control. If she, if she comes back, she's going to listen to this show and just go. Eh, not doing it anymore. Yeah. I'm just got, not feeling it anymore. I got 45 in and I was just like, how <laughs> much more of this is there? <laughs> A lot, apparently. Okay, so we'll stop here. ATCPod.ca for all the show notes. We'll be back at you guys in a couple of weeks. Until then, at least close the show. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Works for me. <laughs> Dude, if if Tom Cruise and uh, Top Gun doesn't win it, the world is going to fucking shit as far as I'm concerned. Bring that to the podcast, Marina. It's on the podcast. We're recording already. That's energy right there. Like, (laughs) like.
Just give me all of Top Gun. I, yes. I, I feel like I need to out Bill with the Elvis thing. First. <laughs> and then the fact that you come in with the Top Gun energy, I'm like, did you see the nominees? Uh, who else is nominated? Does it matter? <laughs> it's going to be Avatar, isn't it? Oh, God. I would not that I hated the movie. And I, do, I don't hate the movie. I actually like it more than the first movie. The um, middle drags. The middle drags so much. There's, it's bloated. And, and there's, I, I don't understand the a nomination for best, best picture other than the cinematic experience and giving Jim, James Cameron a handshake because he's like gold to the Oscars, especially in the Oscars modern age of the last 25 years. Yeah. Um, it just feels like such a gimme, and it, it I I feel like I have like eight other movies that would occupy that space. 